They said we would never return. They said no way will the low budget show their faces in public again after the disgrace that was last week's lack of an episode. I'm I'm so sorry. I got I got tried by the EU for my war crimes. Um, Human trafficking. Yeah. Don't leave that out. Don't try and downplay what you, the severity of your crimes. I, I am sorry, all right, but thankfully I have contacts, and me pretending to be an avid um, Brexiteer got Nigel Farage's support, and now I'm the, back. The Julian Assange of Wickford, everyone. But we're back. We're back to stay. We don't know if we'll be able to return next week because the EU are right behind us. But we're here. We're in the flesh. We're in the person. This is going to be the greatest episode on the greatest podcast of all time. <laughs> <laughs> what the crud? <laughs> Siri either agrees or disagrees. Um, out of ten next week, because they are you right behind us. Yes. That's, that's, that's what my, my phone picked up. It was in my pocket. I'm not sure how Siri came up. And then he put, I am right and you are right. And all is right as right can be. Okay, that means we're right and this is the best episode it is. Best it's going to be the greatest thing. of all time. Special guest Siri. Special guest Siri. So, Will, how are you? Let's start off with the with the the first question um, for the podcast. Uh, uh, currently, I am exhilarated. That's um, an interesting. After escaping the deadly clutches of the EU, <sighs> but. Secondly, it's a lot colder out there than I thought it would be. Yes, it's a hell of. A, I realized that yesterday. It's way colder than I thought it was going to be in August. I mean, what? It, it must be like 16 degrees out there, but that wind chill is at least minus five. I was like, holy crud. Yeah, it was. it's a cold, cold... It's been a cold week. It has. It's been a, a thoroughly chilly yeah. week. Wasn't it like Storm Kyle? I don't... I really haven't been looking at Storm the news. Something. But if it was Storm Kyle, that is the name of Gru's dog, and that is the I'm best name sure for Storm. I'm pretty sure it was something a bit more interesting. Was it like... Kyle! <laughs> Kyle! <laughs> I'm just the speaker for me. What? Why? Why was the second one ever made? El Macho. I think because it made a billion dollars. They went. You know what? We need just, another one of these. Let's and get money what? in the bank. We need movies about minions. Minions two: Rise of Guru coming out July second next year. I'm immeasurably excited to say the least. Actually, for Minions two: Rise of Guru. It's going to be a spectacular visual feast. Exactly. This is the Despicable Me lore we have yeah. all been waiting for. It's going to give us some insight into the wonderful world of the Minionatas. Exactly. It's going to um, answer all the unanswered questions like why the hell does Gru have the crown jewels? And it's going to obviously answer the main question of um, what it is the medallion, isn't it? Is he stolen the medallion? Is it a medallion? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was a med- I remember them saying something about a medallion, and the minions nicked it for Gru. So we're going to get some baby Gru in the film. I want some middle-aged Nefario in the film. Yes, I'm really excited to see a naked baby Gru. That's the one thing that I... If there's no... Actually, no, you, you've already seen that, though, in the photo book. No, the I want full-on frontal nudity, ah. maybe some fornication. Yes. In, in the film. I, I just want two straight hours. <laughs> Some lactation. Of, baby of Gru. Gru la- baby Gru lactating all over the screen. It's 4D. It's everything. You, you oh, no. get real. It's all real. It's all there. It's in your face. That's what I want to see. 
And I want to see some minion. I want to see some minion on minion action. Oh my, Kevin on Bob. Kevin on Bob, Bob on Kevin, Kevin on Kevin. <laughs> Bob on Steve. All of the minions, all on each other. It's a massive orgy, so look out for that. July 2nd. We will. Should we watch it? We, we should definitely go to the cinemas and watch that. <laughs> that will be either the best or worst waste of money ever. It probably will be. But I think... It's actually the worst, the biggest waste of money ever is buying a Greater Anglia train ticket. Because yesterday I realised something. What, what did you realise? So as if people who live in, this is not going to appeal to anyone outside of the southeast of England. <laughs> so all you people in Sweden, and we're really we're narrowing in our niche here. <laughs> really tight niche. I don't know if we have that many of us. Well, we do actually we have quite a few in Basildon, which is weird. Basil, don't, don't boo them. St- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay, we love actually, you. no, you've got quite quite low COVID rates, apparently. Yeah, but they're, to doing, be honest, they're actually doing surprisingly well for what I thought. Basil, I thought Basil was oh. just going to be obliterated by the I end of this. I thought it was going to be like COVID in the underpasses. COVID is literally a living human being and he's asking <laughs> for change in the subway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Greater Anglia Railways. If you go from Wickford to Liverpool Street or Wickford to Stratford, you can buy a travel card and a travel card gets you through any of the underground stations in London. And normally if you go early in the morning, it's £18.50 for a child travel card for the day. Now, a child caps off at 15 years old, but I can still get a child one because if you go to the little machine, you can press child and they don't know it's a machine. So you can get... Charlie has just confessed to his war crimes. Yes, but it gets better. (laughs) Uh, so I th- I had the idea when I went the other day, I went, oh, I'm going to get a return ticket to Stratford and then pay at each individual stop with my Apple Pay on my phone because it will work out cheaper. And so I did it. I got a thing. I did the thing on my phone and I only paid £11.50. But I never once used the return ticket because there are no barriers at Wickford Station, as you probably well know. And there are no barriers at Stratford to get from the train platform to the tube platform. So your journey there, no need to get a ticket and there's no ticket inspectors on the train. Your journey back, pay at the tube somewhere, go to Stratford, get on a train to Wickford, no barriers needed. Get off at Wickford, still no barriers. It's beautiful. You don't need to pay for anything. So paying for a ticket on Greater Anglia, specifically from Wickford to Stratford don't go to Liverpool Street because there's barriers as soon as you get off at Liverpool Street no need to pay I mean I mean that is very true so Southend um, Southend's got barriers yeah. but what I will say is I have I have before seen uh, ticket inspectors on a Great Anglia train but you haven't seen them going from Wickford there's ones going the other way mm-hmm. Southend yeah, you've yeah, seen so- there's ones going that way but there's not ones going up to London way mm-hmm. it's beautiful I've it, never seen... The only time I've ever seen a ticket inspector was when we went to Battlesbridge. <laughs> Me and Max went to Battlesbridge to pick up some cans when we ended up stealing a load of fabric in the end that we don't have anything to do with. So now I've got a bunch of fabric in my drawer for no reason. Well done. I tried to hang it on the ceiling once it fell down. And it looked like my nan's scarves. <laughs> Did you look up at the ceiling <laughs> to try and... <laughs> no, I'm just saying, there's, there's probably quite a big bit of fabric. Oh, yeah. It went there. from there all the way to there, just one bit of fabric. Oh, nice. And then I have to get down because I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I, I tried to put my communist flag in my doorway, so every time I'd walk into my room, I'd have to go through the communist flag. Yeah. Um, uh, that that stopped because um, <laughs> I kept knocking it down and had to put it back up again. Has it got, like, the two little holes in the... 
Yeah. On the okay, so you should get two little thumbtacks and just gently hammer it into the wall and it'll stay there. What you should do is you should also buy a motion sensor, hook that up to a oh, no. Raspberry Pi. Yeah, and as soon as it detects anthem. motion through the door, it plays the Soviet <laughs> national anthem. And I think that's beautiful. I feel like that is all that you need. That that would be. That is all you need in life. You should get a smoke machine as well. <laughs> <laughs> and the dying sounds of Russian orphans in the background to really set the mood. And maybe some realistic fake fire at the windows. Just to set the tone. Purely to set the tone. Purely set the mood of Russia. The mood, the mood of my room. The mood is just... It's Russia. Everyone who goes in there has to follow strict <laughs> Russian Orthodox policies. Because this is Russia. I just uh, model my bedroom after Stalin's house. <laughs> mod, mod, no, model it after Stalin. It's just... It's his anatomy. Um... It's like, um, you know, snails live in the shell. You live inside of Stalin. I mean, how, how, what would the door be? Like his ear or something? No, it would be his mouth. <laughs> door is his mouth. It would be... That's a weird orientation for his mouth. Just On going the outside, right. it would be a long mouth, and then you'd have the communist flag, and you'd enter, and you'd go down a slide, which would be his tongue. Ah, yes. And then you would enter into the belly of Stalin. Now, that is, missing, now missing, that is a place we'd yes. like to be. We're missing out from about there to about there, but oh well. That's just, that's a sub room. <laughs> yeah, don't, that's don't. subspace that we don't need to explore. Exactly. But yeah, I could get on board with a Stalin theme. Yeah. Why is but there then, not? But then also, you shouldn't, um, you shouldn't be able to go out up through his mouth because oh, no. of yeah. the slide. You've got to keep going down and go out of his um, posterior. No, you have to exit out of his urethra. <laughs> You have to exit through the penile tract. I'll stick to the rear. No, you must. And you... Go the back alley so exit. You, so you'd have to have a, a massive sort of flaccid penis on the outside of your house. Well, people no, no, just no, get spewed no, because, out onto um, the street. Um, no, I I will um, I will not put his genitalia on um, because chances are it was probably really small. I'm sorry, Stalin, but it probably was. You can, you can take some creative liberties with that, I think. I feel like if you're missing out half of his anatomy, you can afford to... Uh, yeah, that's what I should do, actually. Just cut out ever so slightly. Just, just mismatch him all around. I could stick, like, hands in his eyes or something. Ooh, that would be interesting. The eyes are the windows. Yes. That would be extremely interesting and extremely attractive, I believe. Indeed. I was, why is there not a Stalin theme? You know, like the, the fun houses in yeah. amusement parks. You, you should have one like, Stalin. What the nose can be your aircon system. Yeah, and it's purely hot air. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what temperature it You've is. You've got an ice cold setting, but it's still like it's sti- it's hotter. Degrees. No, it's hotter than the hot set. <laughs> there should be torture involved. <laughs> not enjoyable torture, just pure, unadulterated murder. Involved. Yes, like axes just you know like in when you go on rides and there's like axes swinging in front of you and it's like oh we're gonna get caught by the axe on the ride and it misses you every time you actually get caught by the axe every time <laughs> it's like when i went on vampire at chessington hate that ride it's I love terrible that ride. Um, but you, you know you queue for like three hours and it's over in 30 seconds yeah um yeah, so I was on it, and every time you 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 go over this like bit of wall, and I always think that my le- my foot is gonna it's hit the gonna bit hit of the, the wall thing. that sticks up, and it scares the life out of me. There's um, if you go to, we were in a couple of weeks ago. We took a uh, me and my brother 
and my dad, we took a trip to uh, the armpits of the world, uh, Chertsey and Staines. Yeah, Not fun to go to Thorpe Park specifically, because why not? Thorpe Park's in Staines? It's, ju- it's in Chertsey, which is like next to Staines, oh. near Windsor. So we went there. It was, it was certainly something. We stayed in this, uh, we stayed above this pub, which was like, the pub was nice, they did good food, but the rooms were awful. I need to show you a picture of this. Oh, so do you want to keep causing an earthquake to the table? Yes, just... I don't know why I can <laughs> You keep moving it around. I it's mean, a sure, wobbly table. Surely the mics, talking about mics, you don't have one of these pop filters. No, I have a, a I leave this on it, just, I don't know why. No pop sounds whatsoever. Now, I've said that there's going to be pop sounds. But I mean, it, it, this isn't even designed for this. And I don't know why I have this. But it's here. And I keep it on the thing. I'm trying to find a photo of the world's most depressing hotel room. Because it Great. literally is. It was... So, me and my brother were in a triple room. So, it was my room, which was had a single bed in it. A corridor with some doors. And then his room, double bed, big windows and stuff. And my dad had a double room. And when I tell you this is the worst, the worst, we we were supposed to stay there for two nights. We only stayed for one because I felt so bad. I didn't sleep at all. And then we went to Thorpe Park. Then So we got there in the day, the day before Thorpe Park. We slept, then went there the next day, but I did not sleep one bit. So it was the worst experience of my life. And this was my hotel room. And no windows... Three that, lights. That, that, well, there that, that pretty depressing. Well, there were four lights. Three of them didn't work. It had a kitchen, which was um, a kettle, and you had to fill it up from the sink. Uh, a small TV. But it did have a lot of biscuits in the thing, which well, I was makes very, very it. appreciative of. And I wish I'd taken them home with me, and I didn't. Yeah, why, seriously, why didn't you? And, and there were sounds. There was the pipes above my room, and there was a big green light in the corner for the safety thing. Worst night's lived my life. Absolutely awful, and it. that's torture. I mean, that does what I hate about hotel rooms when they have that green light right above the bloody bed. Yeah. You do not need it by the bloody bed. It's a light. You can put it round the corner, and people can still see it. You don't need it in their bloody eyes, so they cannot sleep at night. And I'm pretty sure we know where the exit is because the exit is the door. Exactly. And do you know what I also know. hate? Those bloody light. Like, hotels with like no stars whatsoever like one to three stars you can open the bathroom door and a fan will start for the bathroom and you're like great that's loud never mind i'll close the door and the fan doesn't bloody stop it's still going for like 20 minutes this one jesus this one christ there was a problem with the door for we had the fan thing of course we have the fan thing (sighs) The door didn't open out. There was enough room in this corridor. The corridor was about that wide. There was enough room for a standard door to open. Mm. But it didn't. It was one of those foldable doors. Mm. And it was creaky, old, and wooden. So you had to fold it in. And then to close it, you had to hammer it into place. <laughs> and every single time you would get stuck in there. So you had to take your phone with you to call my brothers in the next room or someone else to hit the door. So the door would open and you could get out. The bath was nice, so that was pretty big. I mean, I, 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 I've been in a hotel room before. The bathroom was quite small, and the door didn't open outwards, it opened inwards. So what you had to do is you open the door, then you had to go to the corner of the bathroom, sandwich yourself in the corner, close the door with the door like centimetres <laughs> away from you, and then step forward to the toilet. Why do they have the bloody toilet behind where the door opens? That's a, a oh. classic flaw of design. Exactly, all you have to do is put the hinges around the other the bloody side 
But no. Uh, the problem with this door <laughs> was the fact that another problem with this door was the fact that they didn't have a handle on it. <laughs> so imagine trying to open a foldable door without a handle. <laughs> and then you had to open it from the. Oh, it was the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. And I've had several bad experiences with various things. The, 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 this does not surprise Singularly, me. Singularly, I, I feel like. Well, for your next birthday, I will buy you a room in that hotel <laughs> just to annoy you. And the I, thing is, I, you can't I will, necessarily I will not, I will refuse not be, it. I will not be cashing it in. Well, you will have to because uh, I will. I will follow you there. Uh, I will uh, book for your entire family, and then I'll book the room next door as well, just to just to make you suffer. Although the biscuits were good, and they did restock the biscuits when they cleaned the rooms. I mean, that's kind of when they're supposed to restock the no, biscuits. No, but some places put the biscuits in at the start and they don't restock the biscuits, and uh, I don't like that. But I know. they restock the biscuits, Espe- and that was Especially good. in those places when you think they're going to restock the biscuits, so you eat all of them at once. Yeah. And then they're just gone. Yeah, it's because like, oh. they clean the rooms. So you're like, oh, restock biscuits. Oh, no. Goddamn. Premier also, why don't Premier Inn do biscuits? Because Premier Inn... Is run run by a bunch of people who don't actually want to be in the hotel business, but they just found a way to make money. So they've got a really commercialized chain, and you should just go to a B and B because, like, a local run one because they actually care about their stuff. That's a really specific attack on <laughs> Premier Inn. <laughs> I have never stayed in a Premier Inn. Don't bother. <laughs> it's all right. Travel Lodge is worse. What's the other one called? The nice one. This is a nice chain. It's not Berlin Matthews. That's the Rooms. turkey people. <laughs> Rooms are us. <laughs> no, it's um, um, it's got the oh uh west western something. Western Union. Is it Western Union? No, no that's, that's the, the money, money thing. thing. Well it's done. West Great. Is it Great Western Hotel? I don't know. That's Great Western Railway. Um, I'm gonna have to find it now. Best Western. Um, I watched a TV show about them. That might just be a very sad sentence. <laughs> yeah, I've watched an entire TV show about the running of Best Western Hotels. And basically, it's not like a regular one, not like a regular chain where they have um, all the same some copy and paste hotels. It's um, essentially like... Um, it's like a... Um, it's like they're individual hotels and they're all different, but they're owned by Best Western, but they're their own hotel. And there's all of the like weird ones and there's good ones and there's bad ones. It's very exciting. Very enjoyable, actually. Yes, I watched a hotel program and interviewed this person who earns £17,000 a year just to make sandwiches. Wow, that's beautiful. 17? That's a decent... 17000 just to make sandwiches. Was it their pri- was it their primary job or did they work in industry that needed sandwiches? I'm, I'm not sure. Just... But th- this is for the hotel. Like, oh, okay, they just so... make sandwiches for the hotel. But that's a good job, though. That's a... seventeen grand a year. Yeah, that is a decent <laughs> source of income to have your monetary supply coming from making sandwiches. Exactly. That's... I could do that. I don't know yeah. if I could though. Maybe it's really diff- maybe it's a really difficult job because you have to get them just right. Well, technically, what... all you have to do is just get the ingredients and just slap them on. Yeah, but the point what of if... a sandwich is that you eat it with the bread on, so you're not necessarily seeing all the fillers, fillers, fillings. Fillers. So, so long as they're the it's right got thickness, a crown in there, it's they, got just, a they just don't one. care. But 
But you've got to make sure the sandwiches are nice and moist at all times. So you can't make them too early. You've got to make them right at the time, get them shipped across properly. No, the sandwich no, no. All trade, they have to do is make the sandwich. But the sandwiches have got to... You can't, have, you can't be serving dry sandwiches at a hotel. I think you misunderstand the point. They're not in charge of transporting the sandwiches. No, but All they, they have, have to do is ensure, make it and someone else gets it. But they have to ensure that the sandwiches are of a high enough quality. There's a lot mm. of quality control that goes into a sandwich. Yeah. You might get a thicker get bit some of butter fresh on bread. end. Get some fresh bread. I would like to see you survive in today's sandwich industry climate, Will. <laughs> I would like to... Ex- Talking about today's sandwich industry climate, I, I tried to make a sandwich before I came around here. Keyword tried, because we ran out... Well, we didn't have any open cheese, and the scissors were in the dishwasher, so I couldn't actually open the cheese. So I've just Knife. Got, so I've got two slices of bread with butter on, because I buttered them and then, but the, then looked for the filling, which was cheese. Use a knife to open the... I didn't think of that, but yeah, I probably should have. You can normally hindsight. tear it as well if it's like a resealable packet. I tried, but I couldn't. <laughs> Pilgrim's <laughs> bloody choice. Pilgrim's choice. It's a good cheese. I prefer Cathedral. I'm sorry, Pilgrim, but I do. I don't like. I don't obviously don't eat cheese anymore because vegan. It was a year ago. I turned vegan a year ago the other day. I know. I just thought. I'd... I I I, I realised that, and I was like, wow, well. That's a long time. That is. Long time. No meat in me. That's not no meeting me. No meat in me. Yes. And that's not a... That uh, sounds an anti, like... That's, that's not that an anti-gay like an anti- anti-rape. <laughs> that sounds anti-rape. It's anti-rape. It's not anti-gay. Don't worry. Hello, uncle. No meat in me. No meat in me today. <laughs> Maybe on a Christmas Eve, though. You can uh, slip a little finger in there. Uh, you can jingle bell rock me. <laughs> you can jingle my bells. <laughs> And have a white Christmas. You can rock around my Christmas tree. <laughs> you can uh, explore my winter wonderland. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can... Um, what's this, some famous Christmas song? Oh, we won't be having a silent night. Yeah. Oh, was it? Not Don't a... make me lonely this Christmas. <laughs> oh. Um... Don't, please don't take your finger out. It's cold outside. <laughs> Ooh. Nice. Uh, I'm trying to think of other Christmas songs that are... We should really have saved this segment for Christmas. No. No. Every... <laughs> we should... What, what we should do... So, listeners, you know how we released a coronavirus album? Yes. You know exactly where this is going. We should release an album of Christmas songs, but it's all about your uncle molesting you. <laughs> Uh, Frank from Germany. I feel like we, I feel like in the process of um, learning to make an album, I feel like we've improved our album making skills by a very small amount. And this time we'll have more storage, so we won't just have to record and then delete all the files. I know, that, 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 that was painful. <laughs> that was so painful because the hard drive wouldn't work. Now we can record five part harmonies. <laughs> oh, basically, I learned because I I made that thing for Max's mum's birthday. Don't know why I did that. Malix. Max. Oh, Max. Malix. Oh, Malik. Malik. And I was like, oh. who the bloody crud is Dude, Malik is Jesus Christ, Will. <laughs> yeah, for Max's mum's birthday, I made a five-part harmony um, experience. Basically, all you do, sing it normally, sing it a bit higher, sing a bit higher, sing a bit higher, sing it low on one note. Five-part harmony. It's really easy. It doesn't even have to be in tune. It's amazing. Nice. Seriously. 
it's beautiful. It's so easy. You would you would never know how easy it is to to harmonize. To harmonize, and we should do that. Talking about that, we probably shouldn't do that because we've got a lot of things. Well, we we, we recorded the album in like a day, not even a day, half we, a day. Well, it was like a full a full working day for full us. Full working day. We could do that. We could do that. We could do that. We should release it just before Christmas. We could do the 12 days of Christmas releases. What, and have 12 every songs day, on the album? Yeah, every day we release it. We're, we're ramping it right up from oh, six gosh. songs to 12 songs. You're going to experience <laughs> joy. We should still release it under the quarantines, though. <laughs> <laughs> the quarantines COVID come for Christmas. <laughs> A very merry COVID Christmas from the quarantine. We should release Christmas cards as well. With release it on vinyl. A million copies. No one buys them. There's just a million vinyls of the goddamn awfulness. That that's the worst. The worst or best idea ever. I can't quite decide. One of the two. Yeah. Well, it's going to be really busy for us starting soon. Actually, isn't it? Because um, a lot sick of things form. are going on. We're going soon into to start sick form. And what else are we doing? We're um dying. We're doing a fringe show. We're doing a mullet festival. We're doing. All the things we're do we're we're doing it all. We're doing the Think Podcast. We're doing every single thing on planet Earth. Indeed, we we're are. We're making it happen, and um, yeah, I completely forgot about Mullet Festival. I didn't forget about it. I forgot about it. Did you forget about it too? I did. We should probably work on that at some point we, in we the should. near future. Because the problem is, we. That that will probably end up being like our test thing, just to sit, just to test the waters to go. Audience, do you like this? Is it is it wicked? Are you loving it? Loving it? Loving no, it? No, loving no. it right there? Oh no, I'm not. No. Maybe we should do it as a more informal thing. Maybe we should do it as a work in progress show. Well, mullet. Yeah, but not like, well, no, because like it will essentially be: should we put this in fringe or not? Right. Yeah. So in theory, we can just experiment with it and do a bunch of ideas that we've got. But I would like a more complete thing. Yeah, it'll be complete. Yeah. It just like we'll be able to have a variety of different things in it. Yeah, such as music and dance. Let's not do. And let's dance not dance music. Dance music. It's just two hours of techno. Let me just do the same move. Da, 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 da. We should play live instruments. Oh, damn. That yeah. is pressure. We can get you... You can do keyboard. Uh, I can. I can, can, uh, I can do. I can do all the keyboard. Or every <laughs> single keyboard. Every single note on it will be played it live will. for you and you will not believe your eyes. No, you won't. Or your ears. No, you no matter won't. what you, your ears you are cannot. telling you, do not believe them. No, I Because they will, lie. I will play that key... The single key. Dun, dun, the single dun, key. Dun, 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 dun. And you just use the pitch modulation thing to change notes. I wonder if you could. I wonder if you do an entire song just pitch modulating. Probably. Surely you could, right? You Surely probably you do. could. My heart when I goes go on. back to sick form on one of the enrichments, I will waltz into music dun, dun, on that, dun, dun, that one dun, keyboard dun. that's got the pitch modulation. Seriously, so you should get another. Yeah, brilliant. And I, I see if I can do it. I feel like that would work. If we're, you play you play the keyboard, I'll play some guitar. We'll play the drums. 
Yes. I don't know how we'll play the drums. Well, oh, we could get one of those keyboards with the drum pads on it, so you can just... Oh, great. So now I've got to play a bloody launch pad as well as yes, the keyboard. You could like to play launch pad. See if it's just a kick and a snare. Yeah, but the point is it's playing the launch pad while playing the bloody keyboard. Well, you, don't, you can just loop it, right? We can cheat. Well, what? So I play the launch pad, I start the loop, and then I play the keyboard. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know either. Or we could just cheat and play the backing track and mime along to it. <laughs> we can get away with that. Do the Easily. visual joke. <laughs> Easily. Easily we can get away with that. Easily. Easily. Everything's on easels. It the is. audience sitting on easels. The show on easels. Your mum. She's easels. on an easel. She's an art-based instrument. Indeed. Play her... Like a football. She is easels. Game. She is a weevil. Easel measles. She's got the measles. <laughs> she 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 she's a bloody anti-vax, and now she's got measles. Boo. Oh. Uh, do you want to know what cancer feels like? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just go on to literally any um, YouTube comment section in a COVID news video. And you get some incredibly dumb people. Oh no, I've got a better one. No, you Facebook. don't. Facebook. Facebook is well, like the, is yeah, Facebook, Facebook is the wild But no, West. honestly, all of these people that are on Facebook watch YouTube for one reason, and that is COVID news videos, and they are all, all there. It is absolutely bloody painful it's to just read awful. their comments. It's like, I won't be doing this because the government said it, so it's wrong. It's like, oh, no. what the actual crud is Normally wrong with they're you? wrong, but you can still think for yourself. Exactly. You need to bloody discern what is right and what is wrong. wrong. I'm looking through... Swats. I'm on Facebook now having a peruse to find the most idiotic thing I can find as quickly as possible. Um, you'll probably find a bunch of Trump supporters. I found a Guy Fiat Guy's fire printer. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna turn the laptop around, but I'm gonna show you this. And I think we should both get matching ones. <laughs> oh yes, that's beautiful. Oh, I found a Daily Mirror article. Oh no. Oh. You know, the headline is "Pub Owners' Brutal Reply to Entitled Little Toddler's Negative Review." You know this is gonna be so good. So what, what the, day, the Daily Mirror is now shaming toddlers. Yes. Right, is, that, is that what the Daily Mirror has come to? So essentially, let's read the story quickly. The, um, the cow shed at Hucknall didn't hold back when they received a negative review on Facebook from a woman who claimed the staff had an awful attitude, even though the party spent £700 there. Okay. So, yeah, they didn't like this review. And uh, they got pretty angry about it. And uh, t- said their toddlers were... Oh, no. They said they acted like uh, entitled belligerent little toddlers. Ah. Somehow I'm siding with the restaurant already because yeah. I know what wine mums are like. So the that, Daily is, Mirror... that is definitely a Karen. <laughs> the Daily... Yes, it's for sure. The Daily Mirror replied to their own uh, Facebook post with a gif of Steve Harvey looking confused. Wow. <laughs> And everyone, everyone is supporting the restaurant. Oh, even a Karen is supporting the restaurant. Karen Graves. I mean, no, but that that's the thing. You get, like, Janet. Karen Karens, but then you also get Karens who aren't Karens. No. And it's brilliant. I want to find out the name of the woman who left the review now. Feeling, <laughs> feeling angry at the cow shit. Oh, no, <laughs> it was a woman called Jo. 
Joe. I feel like Joe is yeah. a good substitute for Karen. It is. Um, Joe, Ruth, and Karen. Becky, I think, is a Ruth is yeah. Ruth is not bad. A Becky, bad. Ruth is bad. Yes, a, Be- a Sue as well. I feel like Sue. Mm. Becky is a teenage Karen. That's what I'm gonna I'm gonna put that out there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> mm. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Okay, so someone posted to their um Facebook. They've smashed their phone. So they've screenshot their phone <laughs> and put on Facebook. Anyone know if this screen is fixable <laughs> and it's just a screenshot of their phone? Oh no. I'm gonna show you this, it's hilarious. And all the and the comments are, what's wrong with it? It looks fine. <laughs> I've never felt quite so pained in my entire life. <laughs> oh no. And so oh no, look, she wrote in the comments. It's the huge green lines on the screen. And he went, no, the phone is producing the home screen fine. What's wrong? Oh, my God. I used to... I mean, you get dinosaurs (laughs) like that who just cannot um, accept technology. She's 35 and she used to teach me in preschool. (laughs) (laughs) Was she um, ragtime box lady? I really hope so. (laughs) Yes. Well... No, no, she wasn't. Ah. She was... That was another woman. I, we need to find those ragtime box women. <laughs> um, to those of you who have no clue what we're on about... Oh, yeah, Charlie, please Charlie once uh, told me a story oh, about is... a visitor he had in his primary school who would um play bits of music like Maple Leaf Rag, obviously ragtime, but she would not play them on a piano. No, instead she would play them on a hollow box. <laughs> so so all you would have is just the tabs. You wouldn't even get the notes. No. It would just be tabs. Um, I'm trying to so find yeah, out. And she would do that and preach to kids about the joyousness of the taps. And the thing is, is that when you know a piece of music and you hear taps to it, your brain can kind of fill in the notes itself so you can actually hear it. But when you've got like bloody young kids who have never heard Maple Leaf Rag in their life, they are just going to hear taps. <laughs> <laughs> it was the because what we heard when we heard they did the entertainer, mm. we heard. <laughs> and there was about three women, <laughs> but they were all doing. It was so, I think one of them had like a, a wooden tube as well and was doing it on that. <laughs> it was seriously the weirdest experience of my life. Uh oh, someone has posted um customized lunchbox on their Facebook page. You name it, we label it. Oh, I saw a bunch of people put that in their yeah, stories. I think and it's, like, what the I think it's one of our um, school friends, it must be. Yeah. Kobe Miles has shared it with plenty more products coming soon, winky face. Oh, you should maybe God. stop putting plenty more products in your mouth, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> he was rude, that person. He was, he was he, so rude. I mean, not only... He was like... I mean, like, he was massive. Literally, but he His thought presence. he but he thought he was really skinny, so he would always try and fit through tiny gaps. And like the meteor he is, would just crush everybody in his path. No, and he wouldn't even was, say sorry. He had a presence about him, a certain je ne sais quoi, where he felt like he was intimidating people. But nay, he just talked about Little Mix, mm. and um. <laughs> 
the the only quote I really ever heard from him was, "If you say you're in Debenhams, I might cry," <clears throat> which doesn't sound that bad in my voice, but in his voice of. If you say you're in Debenhams, I might cry. <laughs> it's a lot worse. Is it because he doesn't like Debenhams or that he wants to be no, in Debenhams with I think he wants to people. be in De- Debenhams with that person. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be in Debenhams? Like, oh. It's bloody Debenhams. Actually, no, my auntie works in Debenhams. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. She doesn't work for Debenhams. She works in Debenhams. It's, it's confusing. It's really not. <laughs> wow. What is this? What? I don't know what it is, Charlie. Someone that has put on Facebook. Oh my god, you got an Apple Mac, I've just realised. Yes. Yeah, you said expensive. You... Expensive. That is a massive mouse pad, Jesus yes. bloody Christ. It's literally <laughs> about... My original one was like that big, so it's essentially... <laughs> seven times the size. Yes, it's massive. <laughs> and it's got, if you look over the top here... It's got a little touch bar here. Oh. It's basically like an iPhone built into the keyboard. It's amazing. I only cool. got this a couple of days ago. I only arrived a couple of days ago, and I'm loving it. I'm not really used to the Apple operating system yet, but mm. it's fast. McDonald's OS. I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know why no one has built that yet. <laughs> Someone, and obviously, obviously a very selfish mum put this on Facebook. She wrote, right, I don't really know what to do with myself once the kids go back to school, but I need to do something. I have an absolute love for animals. Does anyone have any ideas, please? Zookeeper. <laughs> it's not that difficult. No, go pick up road kill. <laughs> Cook it for your kids when they get back home. <laughs> Tastes like road. <laughs> Tastes like road spirit. <laughs> Whoa. What the hell is this? What? I don't know. Someone just got a sick gaming desk. Oh, we've got a better table, though. It wobbles when you breathe. <laughs> <laughs> it recreates Japan's earthquakes in any way you see fit. It genuinely did, but it's a it's a solid table for thirty quid. I think it was thirty quid. I mean, right? every table is solid technically, <laughs> but it has to be solid. <laughs> no, th- this is a good. It's a good quality table. Um, it functions as a table, which always yes. helps, and it folds up small so I can fit it on a wardrobe. Exactly, and because obviously, as you can't tell, listeners, but. We've got a bunch of stuff on the wardrobe. Bunch of audio stuff from the CLC when it closed down. All right. Bunch of video stuff from the CLC when it closed down. All right. Box of stuff. Boo. And I've started to run out of room on my walls for the various posters and things I have. So yeah. now stuff is starting to go on my wardrobe. Yesterday I went to see the Andy Warhol exhibition at the Tate. So now the, the Warhol poster is on my wardrobe. Uh, it's got the Guardian on it and the Bank of America. Because it was sp- <laughs> it's sponsored by the Bank of America for some reason. But, I mean, it was a good exhibition. Not, I'll show you some photos. Not sure you. many Brits would like to invest in the Bank of America. No, that would be a weed investment if you did. I don't know if you like Andy Warhol. Oh, but there's the classic painting. That is... Oh, there's another one. There's so many paintings. There was a lot of, lot of paintings. Obviously, it was an exhibition. <laughs> that was this big silver room. Um, wow, that sounds silvery. <laughs> it was silver, silver on the walls. Oh, someone's posted a fake deep thing on the Wickford community chat. It says it's a picture of Romans building roads. It said, without a single degree, they built roads that have lasted an eternity. 
and it's got a picture on that. Actually, no, they haven't. A lot of the roads have gone. Yeah. And <laughs> one, they might, they did have education. Uh, whether they had degrees, I don't know. They probably weren't, exi- didn't even exist yes. then. Well, there were still universities at that time, right? Exactly. And then it says under that, and then engineers arrive, and it's got a, a, a road with some potholes in it. Oh my what? gosh. Why? You're genuinely a twat. <laughs> the Do you top... know the difference between Romans and us? We have bloody cars yeah, so... and lorries <laughs> so and what... vans. Yeah, someone commented, I know what you mean, but they didn't have cars and 20 ton over lorries on them 24 hours a day. Idiot. Absolute idiot. Genuine... Uh, some of the comments, God. though, uh, are like, so true. So true. Are these people, like, blind or something? What the crud? I don't know, but they're so weird. I really... Ha- Facebook is like the Wild West. It's really... It's real. Oh, there's Sigourney Weaver. Because, as you know, the low budget is part of the Sigourney Weaver Appreciation Group. Paul Robinson. Here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> if we should do a song dedicated to Paul Robinson estate agents in Billericay. <laughs> Here's to you, Paul Robinson, Robinson. <laughs> state agent of housing. For free. <laughs> For free. Well, not free. I don't know. Have you got a particular estate agent you'd like to shout out? Um, Quirks, but not the quirks you're thinking of. Pauline Quirks, new estate agent. <laughs> She's going to sell you a house with a copy of Ferds and a bit Ferds of a Feather in it. Where she played, what was it, Whore number two or something? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and Birds of a Feather, that was the best show of all time. Where she played uh, Sharon uh, Poppadopoulos. No, Sharon Thea Poppadopoulos was her long lasting character in the show Birds of a Feather, which I watched again for the other day. Awful. I don't know how she has an acting school. I think she needs to attend. She needs... No, she genuinely does. It's appalling the content that she produces. Are you going back there? or are you? I am going back there. Why? Why? Because I was refused drama. Drama's not running anyway, so... That's cool. Uh, Well, Well, no, because if I I were actually doing it, they might have kept it open. Because they they lost me by by refusing me. Yeah. Because if that external candidate was going somewhere else, it would have just been you and Emma. But they said, we've run it with free before. Yeah. So unless it was the Tories' budget cuts, F you, you bloody Tories. Um, I think it was the the exam board has been like, they've got a certain amount of requirements because it costs so much money. So yeah, it is the budget cuts. Yeah. Well, we're still doing acting stuff. We, a, we are, but yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm staying. Yeah, on. we're gonna have to work. We're gonna have to work out how to do stuff with timing because we're gonna be busy, busy a lot of the time, aren't we? We are because yes. our days are gonna finish at what three fifty-five. Hmm. But we start at nine. That's annoying though, because normally it's an hour we, later. yeah, we'd be able to do stuff after school. But it's not like we can do stuff in the morning, really, is it? Before, <sighs> bunch of nightmares. We have to do stuff on Sundays. We have to, oh, Saturday mornings we could do. Yeah. And Sundays. Ooh, that's going to be dire. It will be. Danny Dyer. But yes, Pauline Quirk, what a load of old rubbish. I'd like to shout out an estate agents. It's a very small estate agents called Henton and Kirkman in Billericay. Never heard of them. No particular reason. My nan just likes them. And I went to school with uh, the girl whose dad owns it. 
Henton. Oh, and she um, got mad at me on Snapchat because I posted something and she was like... What did you post? I posted a man who had his face cut off and he had had to sew a bunch of skin onto his face to heal it. And she was like, oh, it's disgusting. Can you stop posting this? I was like, no. (laughs) And then she unfollowed me. (laughs) Can't blame her. (laughs) It was quite funny. So, but yeah, I'm shouting at Henson Kirkman if you... But also, they have very good houses. So go follow, or go go get yet yeah, sell. Even if you're comfortable in your current housing arrangements, sell it now. Buy another. What house. are you doing? Yeah, just from Henson and Kirkman. Don't go to um, Rona Estate Agents because they made me apologise for stealing their sign and dumping it in the river. I mean, but you did dress up as Hitler yes. and steal their sign. Well, I didn't actually dump it in the river. I put it by the side of the river, and then someone put it in the river. <laughs> That must have been very awkward. <laughs> yes, it was. I was going to go, sorry for stealing your sign. I didn't mean to do it. I don't know who it was. And they're like, it cost us a lot of money, those. It's like, no, it's not. It's a bit of wood and some corrugated <laughs> plastic. It does not cost you a lot of money. They don't, even, they don't even get a new one for when it's sold. They just put a sold sticker over the top of where it says available. Do you know what I don't like? I don't like those signs. And then at the bottom, it's got a little bit of text where it says sponsoring the the primary school fate. Oh, yeah. That's brilliant. Why? Why? No one's reading that. No, no, no one. No one cares. The crud about your summer fate. No. Or your Christmas bazaar. Oh, or Christmas your summer bazaar and your Christmas fate because <laughs> your school's like dyslexic or something. <laughs> Christmas fate. <laughs> They're just all outside in the snow watching kids dance and doing raffles. Don't throw the cold water at the teacher. <laughs> it's just ice bu- buckets of ice. <laughs> Solid ice chunks. With like an ice. You have to pick them out of the ice. Oh, I've watched that. Yeah, that, that. That is brilliant. I have another gripe with uh, small advertising, but it's not small. It's big, but it's small. It's not small, Yesterday, it's big, but it's small. Evening, I was in Primrose Hill after I saw the uh, Tate thing with a friend. And you can see all over... I'll show you the view. Have you been to Primrose Hill before? No. See the view. You can see all over London there, right? It's a nice view. And guess what? You can see the BT Tower, and the BT Tower is famous for having a great stonking thing on the top that goes round and it's got a bunch of adverts on it. But you can't read it because you're too far away. So you just see a bunch of colours. So their advertising is ineffective. And even if you're closer and you're looking up at it, it's too high to read it. No one can see it. It's the worst bit of advertising but in the if world. if you're in the building next to it, you should be fine. Well, that depends, though. Because let's work out the logistics. I don't know if you would be able to. Because that's the BT Tower there. And the next small... Well, you've got the London Eye. Hmm. But you're still not going to be able to see that. This is true. Think about how high you think you are on the London Eye. You're not actually that high, but you feel like you're higher. And then the BT Tower's up there with its little message along the top. What the hell is that? I know. That's a bleeding nightmare. I'm 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 at odds with London skyline. You're a bunch of skyscrapers, nothing. The shard, nothing. Booty tower. It's it's a pretty depressing skyline. Yeah, and then you've just got one really small skyscraper in the distance. But that is London. London is pretty depressing. Yes. Did you see the design they had? Oh, I didn't know I could do that. 
I don't know what I just did. <laughs> I opened up a weird thing from the side. How As do you do. How do I do that? Oh, well, I'll figure it out later. Did you see the design they did for a potential building they were going to do called the Tulip? Um, I I think I remember seeing it before. It looks like a penis. <laughs> I didn't remember it looking quite terrible. It's ridiculously phallic. <laughs> yeah. And it's got... This is pretty cool, though. It looks like a uh, squished filament lamp. It, it does. It's supposed to have revolving pods on the outside. Which you could either eat in, I don't know. What's oh, the so it's, it's like the London Eye. But tall and lots of things in it, but they're not going to do it now, I don't think. Good. It was a proposed 305 metre observation tower. Ah, yes, because that is what London is short of. Observation. <laughs> Everything is an observation tower. Exactly. I must observe from a different perspective. The gherkin... It was literally supposed to be next to the gherkin. You'd get the same views. <laughs> I don't get. It. I feel like they'd have offices. That, oh, have you ever looked at apartments in the Shard? They're like twenty million for an apartment Bloody. at the top of the Shard. Yeah. And to eat there, I was gonna get. I was gonna go and eat there one time. No, don't do it. I was. I, I looked at the prices and I was like, eighty quid for a meal. No, no, that's just one person. It's just one person's main course. When no, I went why? to Italy, we'd feed all of us for 80 quid. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the most expensive restaurant I've paid for... I, I rarely pay for restaurants if I'm out with family. Of course, why would I do that? Well, but if like, I'm going out with me and someone else, the most expensive one was when we went to a Asian fusion restaurant called Ping Pong. That's not me being racist, by the way. Yeah, I, ex- I expect it. <laughs> just call it table tennis. <laughs> you might as well call it your restaurant table tennis yeah, by this point. I, ex- I expected there to be ping pong inside, but no, there was not. No, because it's advertising. Because it? it's eight quid for two people. Bloody hell. It was expensive, but the food was good. And some of it was vegan. <laughs> yes. Nice. Um, nice. I don't know what we were talking about before this. Oh, well, yeah. Like, gherkins and shards and Tower Bridge. Even shards we, of gherkins. I, I've been up Tower Bridge and there's this glass floor. Oh, you've done the walkway there, thing. Yeah, there's this glass that. floor and I was too scared at the time to do it. Um, and then as I was coming back down, mum, mum said, do you want to strain your greens? I said, no, let's go to the toilet, by the way, for all you Swedes out there and Americans. <laughs> um, I said, no, I'll be fine. Um, well, we got on the train. Um, yeah, it was bad. I desperately needed the toilet. Um, Did you venture onto the train toilet? No, no, there wasn't one. Oh, well, there, so, pro- there probably was somewhere. Yeah, just my, we, yeah, far up. So what I did, I downed the rest of my water and proceeded to fill the bottle back up with urine. But when I say fill the bottle, I mean fill the bottle. 500 <laughs> milliliters of it. That's impressive. <laughs> wow. That's some impressive stuff right there. I know. My, my dad my dad had something. I can't remember what he, he had, but he basically leant forward, covered it up. I stood up looking over there. <laughs> oh, it, it was embarrassing. There was this family next to us. They definitely knew what was going on. Yeah, that's somewhat impressive. I Lime think I... cordial. Yes. <laughs> do you want some? You should have offered it to them afterwards. <laughs> I've had to do that before. Glug, glug, glug. I've had to do it before. I, I don't know if this is... Tell me if this is weird or not. So if someone's in our toilet, because we were going to get... When we got the extension, we were going to get another toilet, but there's no plumbing fixtures that work for the toilets, and it's too much, too much work for us to put the pipes in, because the builders were lazy. 
So we didn't get a toilet, so we've only got one toilet now. So if someone's in the toilet, I will happily urinate in the garden. Yeah. I think that's normal, but everyone says that's weird. I mean... It's like, no, it's out of necessity. Well, yeah, first off, it's out of necessity. Second off, it's your private property. If everyone's looking in, they're being peeping toms. Um... See, the thing is, though, if it, you normally you go down the side or on the grass or wherever, they can... You just weigh up your shed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, a dog, like a dog. Next door can sort of see, maybe, I don't know, if they're up in there because there's a window right above. And my next door neighbour can probably see as well. All you have to do is just face back. Yeah, but it's not that bad. Also, we've got a window that looks out onto the outside. So if you're walking past the window, oh, oh well, it's necessary. Oh, well, indeed. Yeah, I feel like it's necessary. I feel like that's a... Necessary. Necessary. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, weeing in the garden, it's not that bad. I've got a bunch of plants in my garden, so I will not be weeing in my garden. You could do but it right again, in the centre. But, but then again, I have two toilets available to me, and a third one if Bush comes to shove. Yes, if Bush comes to shove. Yes. George Bush. Get out the toilet. <laughs> What's, I did not know that's Bill Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> I, did I did not, not get touch that, that toilet. toilet. <laughs> I did not urinate in my garden. <laughs> oh, yes, Bill. Oh, yes, mm. you did. I like that. I like We like Bill Clinton, even though he was friends with Jeffrey Epstein and had multiple affairs and was probably a nonce. There's a photo of him getting, getting a back rub from a 15-year-old. He was definitely a nonce. But he was a kind of cool dude, though. Dun, 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 dun. Charlie Hills gets cancelled a third time. Third time. I'm not supporting paedophilia, but <laughs> I would quit while you're ahead. Yeah, no, Charlie. I'm not, I, I don't know what my appointment is going to be. Is it's going to turn into a shame or something? No, no. That you committed to the butt there. This is bad. You've got to dig yourself out of this. No, there, there wasn't going to be a butt. But you said a butt. Yeah, I was preempting. I thought something would come to me. Well, this is the butt segment. The butt segment of the podcast. Indeed. Rating your grandparents' butts. Your glutinous maximus. All right, show my granddad. Uh, four out of ten. Bit saggy. My nan, <laughs> 11 out of 10. Firm. <laughs> <laughs> that was the box, box segment. Butt segment. Do you know? Do you remember when you were a kid? Did you watch the animated movie about the tu- t- uh, the uh, snail called Turbo? I did not watch Turbo. Basically, I'll I'll fill you in on it. Fast s- snail wants to um, race. Yeah, so basically cars but snails. Yeah, snail wants to go fast. Uh, dreams of it. Uh, accidentally gets sucked into a car. Drinks some of the nitrous oxide from the car. Gets really fast. Starts racing. Oh, so he's a druggie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And essentially what happens in that is throughout the movie, this is a kid's movie, by the way, an animated kid's movie, throughout the movie, constantly, a bunch of the snails just die. Literally, <laughs> the, the beloved characters get taken they get taken by an eagle and just die. And every other snail is cool with it. It's like, oh, well. <laughs> oh, no. The end of the movie. Anyway. Turbo dies. The main character the kids are supposed to appreciate. How does he and die? Love. I think he gets Overdose. stomped on. I think he gets stomped on. Oh, dude, I've got to look that up now. Turbo's death. Turbo's <laughs> death. The death of Turbo. Now you can you can li- listen to it live on the low budget. I think we got it podcast. As I react to Turbo's death. 
You're going to get uh, Wreck-It Ralph if you just type in Turbo's death. Oh, yeah, because it's... Yeah, the antagonist is called Turbo, isn't he? Yeah. So Turbo this is really... the snail. Turbo's... Turbo snail. Um, unknown cause of Turbo, turbo snail death. death. Invertebrate forum. Two thousand and four. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is an old four. Turbo snail death. Oh, well, is there a species of snail called Turbo? I snail really hope something? there's a species of snail called Turbo. Death. Um, yes, turbo there is. snail. Um, what was it? Turbo. Oh yes, there is. Film. Da- Why is this scene so hard to find? Turbo is a genus of large sea snails. I'm Why gonna... why a race scene? Is it that one? It's just called Turbo the movie. Yeah, I know, but what it's what, got what it, it's, scene? it's got a good. I'm like I'm going to the plot at the end. Yeah, let's have a look. In the mid credits, well, that, that's six out of ten. Well, th- this movie clips YouTube channel. I'm surprised they haven't been done in for copyright. <laughs> Where is it? I can't find it. Either way, it's got a good cast. We've got Ryan Reynolds, Samuel Jackson, Bill Hader, Snoop Dogg. Mike Ben Schwartz, who played uh, Sonic in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Uh, I never knew this person existed, but there is an Australian champion motorsports driver called Will Power. What a chap. <laughs> That's such a good... Is that his actual name? His uh, real name is Will Power. That, that is my, um, my, my band name with the pharmacist in Wickford um, from in a place called Shadforce. The pharmacist is called Will... We are willpower. 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 The power of will. I will try and recruit him for our band. This is quite fun. I just saw this on Facebook. It just flashed up. One of the Wickford Wombles wrote, How is a bunch of like laughing gas canisters and drinks on the floor and stuff? How very rude. Someone has partied on my property but didn't even bother to invite me. <laughs> I wonder why. Because you're a Wickford Womble. Exactly. The Wombles of Wickford, wombling free. They're having some orgies for you and me. Oh, who, who was it? Um. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, picture it. Like, why am I doing a Golden Girls reference? Oh God, <laughs> really? Picture it. Sicily. 19, this is the first whatever. Golden Girls reference we've had the entire podcast in January. <laughs> <laughs> it took us this long. Right. Um. Duh, 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 what was I gonna say? Yeah. Right. So I was in a student council meeting one time, and there was the Wickford Wombles. I because remember this. Why wouldn't there be a Wickford Womble? Well, <laughs> at the time, I had a bit of an eye problem, and my eye was <laughs> occasionally so... <laughs> like would be really painful, and it water quite a bit. Sometimes my other eye would do it, but it was mainly mainly just one of them. Um. Well, on this um very. In, instant or this occasion instance uh, in, instant did i say instant yeah <laughs> it's very instant instance um this uh wickford womble started talking about um uh litter killing wildlife and she started giving this example about um this tortoise and um she was going quite in depth with it and i was just listening but then my eyes started hurting really damn badly and it started watering a lot 
and then the other eye started and now that was watering and then I was like oh my gosh this is so embarrassing as soon as I thought that I started turning red because now I was embarrassed and she only got in bloody goes and looks at me because I was sitting at the front and she just doesn't break eye contact with me for the rest of the speech she's just looking at me it was a she oh, probably thought she'd hit the nail on the head she, with that sad she story she thought she made me cry and there's no my eyes are just really damn painful and you should watering. have gone no sorry my problem my <laughs> problem my problem undiagnosed oh. had it in year six had it in year eight had it in year 11 that was a beautiful occurrence that whole <laughs> that whole talk thing with all the wombles was the greatest thing i've ever been a part I, the, of the only, there was like how many but there was like six of them but only two of them yeah <laughs> There was the person who did the tortoise story, but that was the only time she talked. It was just one. The rest were just kind of standing around. Yeah, because the lady who talked the most of the time looked like Scylla Black and (laughs) sounded like Scylla Black. And it was the weirdest thing ever. I was like, has Scylla Black come back from the dead to talk to us about littering? But it was so weird because the other ones who didn't talk chimed in very occasionally. Oh, yeah, they'd say, like, one word, With a casual like... comment, and they'd be talking about litter. And there'd be, like, an agreement And they'd be like, something. yeah, guys, it's true. You've really got to get on this. And that's all they'd say. And it was like, there was, like, a young woman, like, a, a middle-aged woman. There were old people. There was a dude. Was there a guy? I think no. there was a guy. No, yeah, there was an old guy. Was there? I don't yeah, remember he, there being I, an old I guy. swear he did a talk. Nah, he didn't. I'm 100% nah, sure. It, it was all women, I'm no, sure. No, it was, it was definitely a guy. And their PowerPoint presentation was so funny. <laughs> they couldn't work the PowerPoint, could they? No, because they had no idea how to how to do any of it, <laughs> quite frankly. Oh, it was funny. That was the most beautiful occurrence of anything ever. And they couldn't work it, and they put in like... So, oh, do you remember the thing where the woman was like, how long do you reckon it takes this to biodegrade? Oh, yeah, I was getting all of them right because I actually knew it. And, and everyone they... was like, oh, my God, how do you know this? And I was like, I don't know. And they gave Let's us about do. three minutes between each one to try and deliberate. And everyone just said an answer in the first 10 seconds. And then we were sat there. It was 2,000 years. <laughs> that was the most useless thing ever. And then we left halfway through. Yeah, to go to Gateway. Because it's good to radio. We had to be on the radio. Low budgets oh. are on the radio. No, we're not. We're doing a podcast. But we were. <laughs> Do you know on Tom Holly was on the radio? Oh no! Talking about his exam results. When? The, the, on the day of the exam thing. Oh my gosh! I need to listen to that. Which I'm... was so weird. Uh, what's his mum's name? It's a Louise Holly, isn't it? Oh, I'm not sure. We're pulling her up. We're finding. Yeah, here she is. So apparently, she shared it. I know my mum saw it, and she told me about it, and I was like, "What? How?" Either way, I can't find it on here, but yeah, Tom was apparently on the radio. I think it was on, like, Heart, because he was on every hour talking about it. He was on Heart? Yeah, Jesus he Christ. Was... We've oh, only well, been on... his, dad, his dad is high up in London. I know my dad is high up in London, but my dad's the sort of person that's like, no. <laughs> no radio. <laughs> nah, yeah, my, my dad's thing. It's a, <laughs> it's a thing, really. Yeah, we've been on objectively the better radio station. We, we have. Gateway Radio. It's um, so beautiful. It is. Um, it's a beautiful thing to be sitting across from Roz, 
hearing about her naughty knickers. Oh, God, not the naughty knickers the naughty, story. If we told the story, <laughs> the, we've told the story no, no, we, podcast, we have We, we have yeah. told the story of the naughty knickers. But um, here's a recap. Um, this The host of the show, Roz Connors, Rob's she Connors. would mention every 10 minutes that she was going to tell everyone her naughty knickers story. This went on for oh, well over an hour, I no, think. No, it must have been about two because what, she was saying it on the way there when we yeah. were going. Um, so oh, my God, ab- she's on Twitter. About two, two hours. And we finally got into the studio. We did our bit. And now she's just about to tell a naughty knickers story. And we've been waiting two hours for this. And it was the most anticlimactic thing we have ever heard in our life. And then on the way back, she said... So earlier I talked about my naughty knickers story. Well, it wasn't naughty. It was more sad, actually. <laughs> it was, oh, my God. And we had to go along with it like, yes, okay. Yeah, then she was talking like, about her stomach problems. Up. I do not <laughs> want to... The bloody hell. I messaged Tom. I'm going to do a radio. And she oh, he's just sent me a video. Um, um, da, da, da. um, What was I saying? Yeah. We waited all that time, you calling it Naughty Knickers, and it was only a sad story. It, was it like, wasn't very naughty. Hell. We have we should go prepared next time with a Naughty Knickers story of our own. <laughs> we should, before we go on to promote our next show, we, could, we should concoct the greatest, most elaborate story, and we come in with props, <laughs> we come in with sound effects, we come in with video footage. I'm just going through Ros Connor's Twitter, and she constantly tweets... Under the hashtag, hashtag in the village. <laughs> in the village people. <laughs> and I don't in know. The Navy. And I don't know what in the village is, but she can't. That's the only thing she tweets about. The first repeat in London or something. That's pretty sad. That's like Ed Balls level sad. Yeah, she's really into 70s TV. And, um. What is this? Why did Princess Anne send Gateway Radio a letter? <laughs> what? Do you understand how weird that is? Oh, they've got um, they've got COVID booths up in a Gateway Radio, and by COVID <laughs> booths, they've put up one of their plastic sign things in between the presenters. <laughs> you know, we had to take a um, we took a picture with um, what was his name? Ari. Uh, Ari. Yeah, I saw that the other day. It's still um, horrifying. I know. It. It. it... Oh, it's, it's not it's not good. There's Ros Connors looking sexual as always. She just <laughs> whenever she's on the radio, she just posts the same photo of herself. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. She probably took that like two years ago, and she just keeps going back in her camera. Oh, for sure, she looks. She has to post the same one. I feel like she thinks she looks attractive, but in, in actuality, <laughs> she looks like Ros Connors. She's Ros Connors is not a being that you would like to encounter on the street. Man, you definitely would not like to hear about her knickers. No, oh, there's a dying man. But we were subjected to that torture. It was seriously the worst experience ever. I just Googled Roz Connors, and there's several pictures of Roz. That's not Roz. <laughs> that was Roz interviewing someone. Oh, no. oh, she interviewed us. Did she interview us? Did she really answer I don't know if she any really questions? asked anything important. Do you remember when you had to run off to the toilet? Oh, so my I gosh, had to that was... Oh, that was awful. At a stall. Yeah, so... Yeah, I was desperate for the toilet, and she played a song, and I, I, I had to go. Yeah. So I ran, like, through bloody Eastgate. Through Eastgate. Went to the toilets. Was, that happened. Blitzed it all the way back. But then when I came back, I 
probably came back about three seconds before we were due back on air. <laughs> so I was really out of breath. And she did answer a question because I had a really good answer for it. So I was going to answer it, but I was just panting the entire way through. I'd say like three <laughs> words and then I'd have to... <sighs> and then I could say more three words. And I just gave up. I just, Charlie, just answer the that rest was, of it. <laughs> it was either the best or the worst thing we've ever done. Uh, Next time we should take um, Class A drugs before we go on. <laughs> yeah, I how we run to the toilet quicker. <laughs> Black tar heroin. Ross! 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 I love you! <laughs> we should create a love song for Ross and do that next no. time. No. We keep creating the same bloody thing for different bloody people. Yes, it Roz works. Is, Ross is not worthy. It works with everyone. It's intercha- It's an interchangeable Ooh, format. Ross Connors is not worthy of a song. I'm sorry, Ross, but you're not. The love rap is literally interchangeable for anyone. Like, we can change half, half past seven favourite time of the day because I know you'd be reporting just for... Hey, we can change that to a radio slot. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> It works for literally everyone. We have created a universal format. It is. It is a universal song. But the point is, is that some it's people... actually Sony Pictures. <laughs> uh, we do have fun here. We do. And with that, I'm announcing my retirement. <laughs> oh, is that tied for the worst joke of the podcast? Tied? Ever. What is it tied with? <laughs> I'm trying to think of worse jokes that we've done before. I definitely have done some terrible things. Probably thing. back in the day. I said back in the day, like it was less than seven months ago. Back in, oh, back in the day, back in February, when we were, um, what were we doing? We were doing um, Kissing Booth 1. No, oh, Kissing no, Booth 2. we'd already two. done that. No, Kissing Booth 1 came yeah. out in March. Yeah, but we recorded it in January. Oh, yeah, we did. We got that really early. Dread. No, February, what? We did the Brexit special. Yes. I swear we did. I swear we, oh, yeah, we must have we recorded Kissing Booth the first time round, didn't we? Hmm. No, we didn't. We recorded Naomi and Eli's the first time round. We did Kissing Booth oh, yeah. the next time. Yeah, no, I, I'm an imbecile. I am an imbecile. And speaking of Naomi and it, no, speaking of Kissing Booth 2, Kissing I was going to say, if, if you were going to say yeah. about a sequel to Naomi and Eli's, I, I was like, oh, no, I'm not doing we, it. Kissing I'm going to say two. no right off the bat. Kissing Booth 2, I watched it, because I, 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 you you and Max bailed, you were like, no, we can't do well, this. Actually, no, I, at the time of recording that episode, I was the only one who was... You know, going to keep on watching. I was because kind of, of I, I, I was kind. I kind of zoned out, and I was just in this weird state of being, <laughs> really, to the, to the point where like, I was just doing nothing. But I was completely like floating not on aware existence flame. But as soon as we stopped watching, it got so much better after that. So I finished watching it by myself. I don't know if did you listen to it? Or did you watch the highlights? Um. I I I I I listened to the highlights. Yeah, and then it was so good. Uh, I was like, "Oh god, damn. it was so hype!" It was Charlie's amazing. Charlie's really compensating. <laughs> no, it was genuinely. It, it was genuinely quite good. I, I mean, say I, that. I, I will take your word for it. Do you know what other film is really good? What? Arthur Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur Christmas is so bad. Oh, no. But I love it. You've got a brilliant live. Um, you're his brother, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Steve. ridiculous you... 
We should definitely do a low budget, I think we've got it podcast, Christmas movie watch along, where we just spend an entire day watching the best, worst Christmas movies. Home Alone. Home Alone 2. After Christmas. Home Alone 4. Because that is such a bad film. We should do all of the Home Alone movies. And that it just steadily gets worse. I mean, yeah, one and two high points, three. Uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's gone down, but it's watchable. Yes. And then you hit a Home Alone four, and you might as well watch the kissing. <laughs> you might as well kill yourself it at that point. That bad. Home Alone four was released in two thousand and two. Yeah, because it's like because like the timeline's really messed up. It's like. Home Loan 1, Home Loan 2, then Home Loan 3 is set, like, a bunch of years later. But then for Home Loan 4, it's before Home Loan 3. <laughs> and, like, it's with Kevin McAllister, but it's a different actor, and he yeah, plays Kevin McAllister. I I, I, he's a little kid, so I'm not going to tear into him. But oh, no, he, you he, can definitely tear he does him. not play it like Kevin McAllister. No, I, I can't believe and, I kept his name uh, yeah, and then, um, Yeah, the parents have split... And the dad's got a new wife, and the wife's a bit of a spoiled brat. And there's a butler um, who is depressingly the best part of the film, despite the fact that he is not worthy of being the best part of the film, but he is. The guy who played um, Kevin McAllister. Oh, Marv returns. I think it's Marv. Is My... it Harry or Marv? I don't know, one of the two. I don't think Joe Pesci returned for that. No, no, neither of them did. Oh, it's, it's, just it's different okay. actors. But yeah, one of them brings their sister along. And oh, well. and their mum, because you just do bring your mum <laughs> to a heist, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> the guy who played uh, Kevin in Home Alone 4 acted in two other movies called Stolen Summer and Life as a House. <laughs> Which is probably what it's like to live like Carla. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Life as a Cruise. <laughs> life Carla as a House. Is bloody massive. Is, life as a House. Is the, oh, is the poignant, often humorous journey of one man who decides to tear down his house. How, how can someone, something be poignant and humorous? Poignant. That is not two words you normally associate with it, each it, other. It means humorous as in that part of your body. Yeah. I have a bone to pick with you. As in the humorous. It's the medial epicon dial of the humorous. Yeah, I don't know why that exists. Nor do I. Life is a house. Such a I watched Big yesterday. Tom Hanks, Big. Oh, that movie is messed up. It is. Because she kisses him. Yeah, and then it's implied that they have... Intercourse. Yeah. Yes. And he's like 13, so that technically makes her a statutory rapist. Yes. Um, But we'll look past that. But no, Tom Hanks does very well in it. Yeah, he's great. We should definitely watch Home Alone 4. <laughs> People are saying it's the worst movie ever. You know the um. You I know mean, the. They're not, it, that, they're not that wrong. That's the problem. They are who's not. The girl, that is wrong. she called? Is the girl called Vera in it? Yeah, I think so. That's the woman who plays um Violet Beauregard's mum in um Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Her name is Missy Pyle. <laughs> Imagine if she's got piles. Messy piles. <laughs> oh, I've got messy piles. <laughs> Can we get messy pile on set? Can we get messy pile on set? We are definitely Please watching remove the messy pile. <laughs> Please remove the, the messy, messy pile. <laughs> we have got to watch Home Alone Four, and then we've got to watch Home Alone: The Holiday Heist, well, ooh, which was a uh, 2012 family comedy. 
Finn and his sister Alexis are paranoid after a friend tells them that the house is haunted. So it's nothing at all related oh, to Home so Alone. So the house is being robbed by ghosts. Yes, but they didn't. They use the Home Alone thing and the on the cover, but it's not actually Home Alone. Wow, that's sad. That we, is really we sad. We should definitely watch Michael Jackson's Moonwalker too. Have you ever heard of Michael Jackson's Moonwalker? I have not. Okay, I, when I tell you, this is the weirdest movie I've ever seen. Do not take that lightly. So it was made and financed by Michael Jackson himself. You can already tell it's going to be weird. And the premise of the film is he's got a bunch of friends who are kids. Great, starting off the bat. And he can shapeshift and turn into stuff. And there's a villain. And there's Joe Pesci plays a villain. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci plays a villain whose main villain aim, his villain thing, is to get all of the children of the world addicted to heroin. And his lair is surrounded by spiders. Hmm. And Mike, and there's a six minute. Si- How on earth? A credit to Joe Pesci here, the fact that he still managed to have a career after yes. this. <laughs> I imagine he was paid probably about ten million. For I it. think that is a testament to his acting ability. <laughs> but he still had a yeah. career after and that. And there's about a six minute scene where it's Michael Jackson and a bunch of kids playing in a field. It's really weird. And there's stop motion in it, there's claymation, there's a smooth criminal scene where they all dance and Michael Jackson turns into a car. Do you remember Lazy Ace? I remember that. But we have got to watch Moonwalker. It's mental. I feel like you will either love it or hate it. I'm thinking I will hate it. I don't know about that. I feel like you might enjoy it because it's enjoyable. Oh, have you ever seen The Neverending Story? Do you like that film? Have you seen it? I have not seen the film. It's one of my favourite films of all time because it's so. I I, I know the song. Yeah, it's got all the Jim Henson puppets in it. Oh, it's amazing. And then that stain of a TV programme, Stranger Things, used it at the end. How on earth can people like Stranger Things? It's season four coming soon. I know. It's like, Jesus bloody Christ, how much more can you milk out of a terrible storyline? Do you know what? Stranger Things should have ended after episode three, after things got so bad it should have lost all its watcher base, <laughs> but people are just bloody masochists, and they kept on watching it. If you what want... is wrong with you? <laughs> if you I... want to watch something that's 80s, watch something from the 80s. Exactly. Literally watch The NeverEnding Story. It's, it's not... It's not that difficult. Also, if you're wondering, oh, if you know season one, then you obviously watch past episode three, so you must be a masochist. Actually, no. I was round um, a friend's house um, for his birthday, and he said, we're going to watch all of them. And I was like, great. But I thought he was going to try and do me like that, (laughs) which is an odd phrase to use. Yeah, don't use that phrase again. No, I will happily (laughs) use that phrase again. Um, No, so I bought... um, Bought my DS and I played a Pokemon game. <laughs> it comes to something when I can sit down for hours pressing the same buttons and have way much more fun. What is wrong with my words today? I need to go back to school. My yes, words you're gonna fail hard. I know. In, uh, September. That's why I'm not taking English. <laughs> I am. 
Great fun. Yeah, great fun. All the fun of the fair. All the strip business of the fair. <laughs> I'm going to strip business the entire year. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. You know, um, when Miss Allen joined and you said, yeah. um, I'm going to be German and going to try and convince her that I was German. German. I did it for about a day and then I gave you up. You gave up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hello, Zakuba. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you could get away with saying I caught strabismus over the summer. And I don't think they could disprove it necessarily, because what they're going to do, open your eyes. Yeah, of course, I'm not squinting. You've opened my eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't see my work and got strabismus. Oh, my God, you'll be... Oh, God, I don't want to mention his name. Um, That Steven Seagal... Yes. Yeah, how he acts Steven. in his film. He, he just, small eyes, just doesn't make eye contact with anyone, beats the crap out of people terribly, by the way. He's just flailing his arms and he just <laughs> slaps them and they're dead. And then he starts talking about world peace. It's, thank you, Stephen. Yeah. I couldn't care less. What is his thing with Japanese... Is is weird obsession. I don't know. He's like because um, he's got like the Japanese I, I'm, hair. I'm, I'm, he's I'm got going the... to mention this and hope it doesn't come back to him. You, you know Kai Farley. Steven Seagal is like Kai, but an actor. Yes. That is the only way. I've just seen the best picture ever, and this is real. Oh, I know. Crud, I'm... I'm a... Oh. <laughs> it's Steven Seagal <laughs> with Vladimir Putin, because Steven Seagal has Russian citizenship. I, I, I will say There's one more. thing in case this does come back to him. Um, Kai did change his surname. I will not say his surname. That is his old surname, but it was, it's how Charlie knows him. That is why yes. I said it. If you said another name, I'd be very confused. I know. You would be like, I do not know that person. This is this is the best photo I've ever seen. That, Jesus Christ, he's bloody massive. And how looming he is over He's like Putin. a man mountain. <laughs> That's the only time I've ever seen Putin smile. That is literally the best picture I've ever seen. That is a brilliant photo. I'm going to email that to myself. Oh, yeah, it's um, the wall of flesh. Um, Basically, I used, to, um, I used to play football with a Sunday because... I don't know why I did it. I just did, really. And against this, there was this team, it was this Romford team, and they had this striker who could not move because he was so damn tall, fat, and bloody <laughs> massive. But the point is, every corner, he would glump up the pitch really damn slowly. And all he'd do is just stand on the keeper, so that'd be me. And I can, you cannot move him. He's just that big and massive. You cannot move him. And then, so, you try and you shoulder barge him out the way and then the ref says you can't do that and the only reason why he's saying that is because I'm putting in so much force trying to move this kid <laughs> like oh he's an intense he's man genuine it's like Mount Everest became a person and comes descending on to flatten a kid <laughs> he, tra- he, he tried to fall on me one time and oh it was painful painfully beautiful it was Thankfully, the second time he tried it, I dodged it, and it was just funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite amusing. It was. Yeah. Um, should we get into some questions? Yes, questions. Questions if que- Spanish preguntas. I had a question the other day. Well, I say the other day. I had a question the day before results day, uh, ready for the episode when we uh, would have recorded on results day, but Charlie had to sort for it. Yes. So we didn't record. Do what was remember? that question? No. I'll try and remember it, but you... Oh, yeah. My software, by the way, was the worst because, like, I could talk for about five minutes and then it would just go bad because the day before, I woke up and I could not get out of bed all day. I was so ridiculously ill for no reason. And then I had a really bad sore throat and it was really hard to swallow. 
So I took some pills to help. And these pills made me so sick. I was mm. vomiting all through the night, pretty much Thursday, Friday and Saturday. And so I took these pills and I couldn't sleep and I was sick and everything felt bad. Because the main side of the fe- side effects of the pills is it gives you nausea. <laughs> so it was the worst thing ever. So I stopped taking them. My throat got instantly burned. <laughs> nice. Don't take pills from doctors. But do take them because they're good for you and they, they're supposed to help, but the side effects aren't very yeah. helpful. Don't take the enthrocyte, whatever they are, it's called. <laughs> yeah, Charlie the pharmacist. The pharmaceutical <laughs> god. Uh, we've got disagreement, actually. Disagreement. My, we need a, a stinger for that. We need three, two, one. Disagreement. Disagreement. My brother no, no, said no, no, disagreement. disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said it. <laughs> right, let's try again. Three, two, one. Disagreement. My brother says that if you walk in the rain, you get less wet than if you run in the rain. His reasoning is if that you walk in the rain, only the rain above you hits you. Whereas if you run in the rain above you, uh, if if you run the rain above you and in front of you gets wet. I think I'm doing an action right now. I think Charlie knows exactly what's about to happen. How dumb can you bloody be? You get more wet walking in the rain. Why? Because you're spending more damn time in the bloody rain. I don't know if that's true. No, it is true. Not necessarily. Yes, it is true. It's literally resource of Kyrgyzstan. Literally damn said it with all the proof you bloody need. Or was it ASAP Science? I don't know. But it's literally, you get more wet walking than you do running. It's not that. Hard. The point is when you run, you move at such a faster speed than when you walk. You could walk at, what, like four miles an hour, let's say. You can bloody run at up to 20 miles per hour, all right? So you're getting home five times quicker, meaning you're encountering five times less rain. It's not that bloody difficult. Your brother is an imbecile. (laughs) Thank you, because you're probably right. Well, you are right. Um, if I understood your question correctly, that you think that you get less wet, less wet when you run, which you do. So you are clever. Your brother is an imbecile. Take it from me. Your brother needs to watch some educational videos on YouTube. <laughs> I've got mm. a scientific. We've got a scientific source for this from a Harvard mathematician, David Bell. Worked out that if the rain is falling vertically or if there's wind blowing in your face, you should run. And the faster you run, the less weight you will get over the same distance. If the wind is blowing from behind, you should still run. But now there is an optimum speed at which you'll get less weight, the speed of the wind. So yes, in the Mythbusters tested it and said if you walk, you get less wet. But it depends on the wind. Either way, Mythbusters just stand under a tree until it stops. You, it's it's running. Running is yeah. the way to get less wet. Yes, that's uh, normally. No, it is the way to get less <laughs> wet. My co-host is an imbecile. Well, no, but in theory, though, in theory, if you're walking, you get less wet when you're you run. only get if if the rain's falling directly vertically and there's no and there's no necessarily wind mm. force you that's intense. If you walk. You're going to get less wet. No, you're not. I feel like you are. No, you're not. Because the, <clears> then the thing <throat> then the, uh, isn't blowing in your face. Then you don't get rain in your face. Yeah. You're 
Yeah, you're not gonna get rain on your face if you run, you twat. Yes, you, you are. Le- when you run, you don't put your face vertically up to the sky, do you? But in no, front of you gets you, wet because see, you're running no, because, forward into it. If yeah, you're walking, you just walk into, into it as well. No, the no, thing no, no, is, no, no, no. Is that all that rain when you're walking is gonna collect on your head, and what's it gonna do? It's gonna start dripping down you. If you run, you're not gonna have all that drips because far less water is on you. Take oh an umbrella. My cross. Always take an umbrella wherever you go. Yes. And take one of your damn nausea tablets. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, on, on Twitter right now, Save Pret is trending on Twitter because pe- people apparently love Pret a Manger, even though you spend £6 for a sandwich, it's even that good. Ready to eat. Ready. Oh, uh, MS are trialing sandwich dispensing machines now, which is interesting to say the least. That is. It's a question and a statement. No, it's disagreement. <laughs> oh, disagreement. Question and a disagreement. That was lackluster. That was. Comes from we just sh- lost all our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> it comes from Shimmy Boy. It says, good, good start. My girlfriend and I live together and share the same bed. She thinks it's perfectly fine to sleep on any side of the bed, interchanging whenever. I believe we should have our own side, but she says it doesn't matter. Who's right? You're right. You should always have your own side. Uh, yeah, ha- have your own side. It's it's better for both of you that way. If you um, sleep by yourself, that's fine. Yeah, but, either side. Like, but if wait, when... <clears throat> When you have someone, normally it's customary to have your own separate sides, and it's also healthier to have your own sides. Healthier? Kind of, yeah. Is there any but scientific it, proof it, for it, that? It, no, it depends on how unhygienic your girlfriend is. Oh, I thought you meant like a <laughs> mental uh, thing. No, not, yeah. no, not a mental thing. Yeah, it purely depends on how unhygienic your girlfriend is. And if she is very unhygienic, I'll get twin beds. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not wrong. <laughs> oh, wow. This is interesting, this one. Please help me. My friend keeps telling me about toast milk, and I think he's the craziest person I've ever met. <laughs> toast, he takes toast, toast butters it, folds it in half, and then dunks it in a glass of milk. <laughs> it's truly... <laughs> And it gets even better because we've got a video of it happening. Are you ready to see this oh, video? That is a video I would love to see. Right. Let shuff, I, shuffle yourself around. I, I am, I'm getting caught in so many wires. I'm right. getting caught in a trap. Because he I'm, likes I'm toast milk too much. Sure. But, right. Here right. we are. Oh my god, is he one of our listeners? If he is, this is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, toast the milk. Take toast. It's buttery. It is. Dip. In your milk. Oh. Take bite. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? That's the oh. worst thing I've ever seen in my entire what are you life. Doing? That's... You have literally put butter. That is dairy enough. You do not need more dairy on your damn But there should never be. Let alone liquid. Liquid bloody crud. Not, not liquid. Um, it is a liquid. Like, less, vis- no, yeah, less viscous. Yeah, less viscous. Oh, no. That's literally the worst thing I've ever I seen. I mean, it's a hilarious thing to do, but it's 
terrible. It's yes, oh. objectively it's funny. <laughs> but then again, there's objectively a lot of things that are funny that you shouldn't do. Exactly. I'm going to tell you this because I was going to do it to you, but I'm not going to do it anymore because I decided against it. Basically, you know taxidermy. Yeah. You can buy on eBay the unstuffed animals, just the skin with all the stuff taken outside of it. I was going to get a rabbit shipped to you. <laughs> just a rabbit pelt. And you wouldn't, you're wouldn't. you not allowed to throw it out, so you'd have to keep it. No, I'll just send it back. <laughs> How do you send back a rabbit pelt? <laughs> so I'll just send it back. I don't know if you can do that. Well, yeah. Thank you, do it, should we do it for no. Max? Yeah, do it for me. No, don't, don't. That's mean, that's mean. Don't do it. It's quite funny, though. Don't. <laughs> uh, do it to someone you hate, but... Max. <laughs> Wait, we should, we should do okay. it. Okay. Do it to someone you don't want to um, have on the podcast again. <laughs> oh, we should do it to Carl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We've got another... Disagreement. I said that if you gave someone with a peanut allergy a peanut with the intent to kill them, that it would count as a poisoning. But my sister says it's only poisoning if it's done with poison. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um. I mean, yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's a, for, it's it's a, a form it's, of poison. It's a form of murder. Um. I feel like that's... I mean, poison. Yeah, poison is when your body ingests it. So, so long as you're not trying to stab that peanut into them, in which case it would be more like venom. Well, poison, by definition, is a substance that is capable of causing the illness or death of a living organism when in- introduced or absorbed. So by it, by it. If, um, yeah. Difference between venom and poison, for all you people that don't care. Um, venom mm. is if I get some, like, some like toxic on substance skin. on my uh, on my skin, and I yeah. impale you with my skin with a toy uh, to- uh, the toxic substance in it. That is venom because I am putting it into you. But if you have the toxic substance, you lick it. That is poison because you are the one ingesting it. Oh well, technically not because venom. Like oh it- no, because you can put poison on your skin. You'd be fine but if you put yeah. venom on your skin because it, it doesn't venom doesn't like, have to. It'll be if it's absorbed, it'll be poison. Yeah, but that, no, no, this... venom doesn't have to pierce the skin. It doesn't have to go inside of you. It just yeah, has... something has to put it onto you or put yeah. it into you. But with poison, you poison have to put it into yourself. Poison is a toxin that gets into the body via swallowing, inha- inhalation, or absorption through skin. Venom exactly, that's is... your body doing it. Venom can it all it hmm. has to be is just. By, Something by just else going on the skin. Hmm. Oh no, it has to be inject. Venom has to be inside of you for it to hmm. be effective. Poison can be in your skin, and you'll be cool. Essentially, because oh, you're probably yeah. not going to absorb um, poison very quickly. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely murder. It's yeah, probably poison. Yeah. Poison time with the poison. Your peanuts are. Venomous poison, which I just realised doesn't make any definitional sense. Everything is poison. The peanuts, peanuts are, poison. are poison. The chicken is poison. Mm. These children are poison. I want to kill you, and I'll kill you so much, peanuts. <laughs> if you cut a sandwich in half, is mm-hmm. it two sandwich halves or two whole sandwiches? I say it's two sandwiches because they're both stuffed between two bread slices. But everyone says I'm dumb. I get they're smaller, but they're still sandwiches. I mean, I 
I agree I would, with that. I would say a sandwich is um, the full slice of bread being Not used. Not necessarily. So cutting it in half, you have two halves of a sandwich. Not necessarily. That is what I say. A sandwich is an item of food consisting of two pieces of bread with a filling between them. So it doesn't have to be a slice of bread. I know it doesn't, but that's what I associate it with. Well, then you're a heathen. <laughs> and you're not? Uh, no, it's... <laughs> because it's still a sandwich. Oh, yeah, it's still a sandwich, but I would say it's half of a sandwich. But well, no, it's I am still not going to go, But I'm not going to go around and say... That's half of a sandwich. I will call that a sandwich for convenience's sake. But it is not a full sandwich. Oh, well, you might not... No, no, because one slice of bread might have been cut in half and folded over it. It doesn't have necessarily yeah, to be but two like, slices of go bread to, cut in um, half. When I go to Boots or Marx's or whatever I go... Um, I don't know why this is weird. But... Um, but, um, it's, oh, it's stuck. His um, trousers are undone. Yeah, I've, my, my, my flies are undone. That was oh, really. Podcast. Why did I just tell everyone that on the podcast? Yeah, there's no it, need to tell it, anyone. Yeah. If it was a video podcast, then I'd say different. But it's, it's just an audio um, podcast. Yeah, when I when I go to MS or Boots and buy a sandwich, will be it's very rare. But if I do do it, I'm buying one sandwich. I'm not buying two sandwiches. I'm buying one sandwich. Despite that packaging, well, because that packaging has two halves in it, it is one sandwich. So does it work the same way getting smaller? What do you mean? Well, no, because if well, you if buy I cut a sandwich it again, I'll from M&S, sandwich, won't I? if you buy a sandwich from M&S, you've got... Oh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I was thinking about it because they're obviously bigger slices because they cut down the diagonal. It's still a half. <laughs> yes, I don't know. I didn't think about it like that. What's the proper distance to start talking to someone if you are walking towards each other? I say five feet, but some of my friends like to yell and talk to me from 20 feet away, even when there's many people around. Please okay, help. Yeah, don't don't yell. That's just... Yeah, don't yell. Um, well, I don't, no, I feel like... Whatever, there's I grounds would say, to yell, because otherwise it's awkward if you're walking towards someone and you don't talk until you're next to each other. Oh, yeah, no, that that's... I mean, start talking as soon as you can hear each other at a talk, uh, conversation level. So what is that, like 10 feet, maybe? Yeah, if, I feel if, like it's yeah, got to be... If you, if you, if you could... If, 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 say, like, I'm walking along. If you can hear me like this, start talking then. Yeah. But, like, I'm not going to be shouting at you... Hello! ...and peaking the audio. Hello! Wait, let's see if that is... I'll turn your mic down a minute ago. Oh, you twat. <laughs> it, it did, but we're recording on 32-bit, so we can change it about to make it quieter. Great. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, it just draws attention when you yell, really, and then you get, especially in Wickford, especially if it's, like, noon time, you get a bunch of old people looking at you. Hello? That was the only thing I really learned about that business thing in, um, year eight. The dog is Your cat dying. is howling in the background yes, and now barking. Cat. Be quiet, cat. Um, that worked. What was I saying? Your, what is going your on? cat is distracting me. Yes. Your cat has like a duck strangled in its mouth or something. Seriously, mental strabismus. Um, what the crud was I? Yeah, in the year eight business day. The only thing I learned from that is that um, ten o'clock to two o'clock is day. old people out hour at Wickford. Yes. 
It's literally just old people and um young ones. And when I say young ones, I mean like threes and twos. And Have you ever olds. been in Wickford? It's almost always just young people or really young. Yeah, really old people or just young, yeah, really young people. Mm-hmm. This is weird. And what is it? My late roommate drank... I don't know, as in late roommate, as in he died or... <laughs> Probably died. But this would make sense, bearing the question. My late roommate drank vegetable oil on a bi-weekly basis, claiming it would help his skin. We did that every week until I asked for a new roommate. <laughs> we still talk, as oh, so he isn't dead. And he still drinks a full bottle of vegetable oil every week. I told him to stop, he still hasn't. Oh, maybe he meant late as in old. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. You you should start saying old yes. roommate and not late room- no. roommate. I want to get that clear. Yeah. <laughs> I don't um, understand. Drank vegetable oil thinking it would help his skin. Yeah, I don't get it. Is there... I mean, I would... What What's in vegetable oil other than vegetables? Well, it's normally just sunflower oil, isn't it, right? I mean, oil from sunflowers or I mean, from plants. If, if your body digests it, then it gets nutrients out of it. Vegetable oil extracted from seeds, normally from various different veg. Uh, yeah, vegetable like, or it's weird because like just pouring yourself a cup of vegetable oil—that is—that is pretty pretty weird. Uh actually, here it says vegetable oils ten top benefits: antibacterial. Some oils can be topically applied, as in uh, they're fresh in the news. Topically. Wow. To help heal open wounds and fight infections, antioxidants, anti-inflammatory, to stop yourself from setting yourself on fire. That that would be my favourite news. (laughs) Let's take all this with a pinch of salt because it's from thenakedchemist.com. Oh, yeah. Um, Anti, it's it's balancing, so obviously stand up straight. You, Balancing. What the bloody hell does that mean? Uh, a naked nutrient. You, whether you suffer from a dry combination, when you <laughs> dry, whether you suffer from a dry combination or oily skin, there are some oils out to rebalance our natural lipids and normalize skin conditions. Jojoba oil has a composition close to human oh, skin. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a hoba because that was what a was hoba. said in um the Pink Panther. End of one of the original Pink Panther films. That's funny. They just started saying hoba just over and over again. Hoba. 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 That was alright. Hoba. 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 Jojo Bar. Jojo Bar. Jojo Bar. That sounds like a terrible place for non weebs to go to. Yeah, we're going to go to Jojo Bar. I'm still going to call it Jojo Bar oil. As a composition close to human skin, it can be used for the treatment of dry skin conditions such as psoriasis or dermatitis. As well as an oil control treatment for dermatitis. For oil control uh, treatment for breakouts, uh, so it can control up and coming music stars. Yeah. I don't think Ed Sheeran is really a breakout star right now. I feel like he's surpassed that well, level. Yeah, isn't yeah. the fact he's the greatest selling male artist right now? Yeah, I know, but that that's that's what surprised me. How he had like like the top ten like. Biggest hits or something, and he had like nine of them at one point. He yeah. was like, Jesus, bloody well, Christ. When Taylor Swift released her new album, Swift. Folk, <laughs> Folk Swift. Truly <laughs> 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 Swift. When she released her new album the other day, Folklore, every song from it was on the top 40 charts. 
Damn. Which is massively impressive. Oh, oils can be an emollient. Uh, fortunately, nature's provided us with lovely botanical vegetable oils, which offer wonderful moisturising and skin-softening properties. Do you know what else nature has provided us with? What? A human body that balances everything <laughs> on its own. <gasps> but hey, rant over. <laughs> okay, me and we my mum to... got oh, yeah. in a squabble the other night about the smell of old books and antique shops. I think they smell amazing. But she thinks it smells like crippled old people, shit, <laughs> decay, and rot. <laughs> I love the smell of old books and antique shops. Yeah, it's got a certain novelty, despite its age. Yeah, it's got it's... a certain je ne sais quoi. Yeah. Uh, I will add, when I was in uh, the armpit of all life, Chertsey, next to, there was nothing really in town. It was a, a very small amount of shops. There was a one-stop, there was a large Aldi for some weird reason. Oh and my there god, was that an an- is a stain. Yeah, and there was an antique shop right next to the hotel pub and they had nothing really interesting they had some old sort of educational records some books some old memorabilia and it smelled all right i didn't particularly pay too much attention to the smells like this smells like antiques we need we still need to go to the battles bridge antique center we do as a collective because you haven't been with us yet have you ever been i'm sure you've been at some point i i might have been at some point when i was younger probably oh you're gonna love it Oh, you're gonna love it. In Battlesbridge, it's it's, it's all right. It's all right. It's, it's do, all right. It's all right. Should we do one more question? Because we're almost at an hour and forty-five. Oh damn! Yeah, sure. Hmm. 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 That was the question. So, what do you think about that? Tell me what you think about that. Uh, oh, okay. What condiments do you put on your burger? If more than one, which one goes on first? Okay, okay. Unpopular opinion. I'm really sorry. Disclaimer. <laughs> when I have a burger, I have a bun. Put the burger on. Finish the bun and you I are the eat worst. it. You are I do not have cheese. I do not have lettuce. I It's just the bread and the burger. You're the worst person ever. Um, right. So if you ask me what condiments I put on, none. Um... <laughs> But I do have cheese next to the burger that I eat separately. <laughs> I've got certain opinions on this. If you're having it from a barbecue, bun, burger, fried onions on the barbecue or in a pan, tomato thing, maybe some lettuce on there as well. Thing. I mean, get 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 rid of the onion and the tomato, no, and that'll be quite nice. Tomato sauce has to go on there. Oh, not tomato. Yeah, but sauce. you don't like it anyway, so. I know. Oh, I hate. But it. if you're going oh. to like a restaurant, like a burger place, get whatever they've got on the menu. Don't ask for like a plain burger. Like I'll show you this. The other day, I went to this. Ask v- for a plain. Oh, I went to no. Wimpy one time, and do you know what I ordered? What a fish finger burger. It was lovely. The fish fingers were massive. All I had to do was take the tomato out. I had like lettuce, I think. Can I tell you something that's oh, gonna upset you about Wimpy? What? My mum used to work in there a while ago. And um they reused the ketchup from everyone's plates and put it back into a pot and put it on the next people's as meals. I don't eat ketchup anyway. Yeah, so uh, oh and the salads as well. Inside I didn't stuff. Eat, okay. Oh, yes. And they made the waitress clean the toilets, so... Let's hope that that was just that specific <laughs> wimpy. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to do a test and find out. So the other day, I went to my favorite, one of my favourite vegan restaurants in London. Ooey. is what it's called. Ooey vegan. Ooey. 
<laughs> and I had a vegan burger. It was called the Baconator. Oh my god, that sounds like one of Dr. Doofenshmirtz's <laughs> inventions. So it was your bun, your, your Satan chicken burger. Satan. <laughs> and a layer of vegan mayonnaise. Who names this vegan it's stuff? It's called like Satan. Bruno. No, it's Satan. Satan. You cannot tell me that that is Satan. Satan. You know, that is just how a posh person says Satan. Oh god. It was Satan. But yeah, Satan was in there. And then you had a layer of vegan mayonnaise, peri mayonnaise, hash brown, another layer of thing, uh, onions was in there, your vegan cheese was in there, something else was in there, lettuce was in there, then you had vegan bacon on the top, and then the bun. It was the best thing I've ever, you can't really see inside the bun, it was the best thing I've ever eaten. So good. Like, then you shouldn't mess about with stuff like that. You shouldn't change your order. Then I had these chips with vegan chicken on the top and this like cheese they're cheese in them and they're this gravy on the top mm. beautiful my um yo while we're talking about food quickly you want to say want my, to talk about feet. My, my brother when he was in sixth form got a part time job in McDonald's oh wow um and he says the dumbest people he encounters are the people who's who um have conversations like this uh could I have a cheeseburger without the cheese please okay so you want the hamburger right no, I want the cheeseburger without the cheese. They <laughs> <laughs> probably think you're getting ham in the burger. Exactly. Why is it called a hamburger? It's beef. I I, I, I asked that question when I was in year seven, and do you know what my answer to it was? What? People are idiots. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. Unless it was originally with ham. No. Before they changed it to beef. No. Can you guess why? Beef ham. <laughs> no. And this... It was made in a place with ham in the name. Yes. It came from Hamburg in Germany. Oh, my God. I really Germany's should... second largest city. I, I yeah. know I never realised. Hamburg yeah. in Germany is the demonym Because it's a Frankfurter, isn't it? Yeah, similar to Frankfurter and Wiener. I'm known to meat-based foods. Hamburg. Everything's Hamburger. come from Germany. Why does everyone think it's American, then? Because Americans true. made fast food. Yeah, that's true. Germans made it nice. Americans made it crap for everyone else. I mean, that is kind of what Americans do best, though. They do make ru- it ruin, bad. Ruin good things. Ruin good things, like um, schools. Schools. With all their guns. Um, excuses. Uh, diets. Presidents. Indeed. We go together like an American school and an AK-47. Together forever, like, like an American restaurant and fat fucking humans. We chang, 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 the chang, please take chang. chang. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it should be. Why, ooh, yeah. Oh. We, Bang! <laughs> we go together like a president and his tiny baby hands together forever, like. I don't know. I lost like, it. um, like the South wants to discriminate people against the color of their skin. skin together forever, like anti-LGBT old women. Um, if we go together. Isn't it like, like dip, 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 and a dip? Doom. America <laughs> is effing doomed. Dip, dip, dip your dick inside <laughs> this bottle of heroin. Because you live. <laughs> In Atlanta. 
Oh, I just roasted Atlantis so oh, hard. Oh, damn. What is it? Is it like Malibu that's below sea level? Malibu, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a part in England on the south coast of England that rises and falls by about a couple meters every day. That's pretty cool. And that's where they're that's where they take the national sea level from. It's called a pontoon. <laughs> it's not, but okay. <laughs> pontoon is such a weird water. I bought a wetsuit yesterday. Why? Because I, I have a paddleboard, and oh, oh, I yeah. use a paddleboard at Lake Garda, where the water's nice and warm. And soon I'll be using it on the Crouch, which is a depressing hellhole of a river. Even though there are, like, seals in it, which are really cute. But if you have to go down to the Roach to find them. Ah, the Roach. The Roach. I mean, going down the Roach is quite nice, but it's a lot less deep than the Crouch, so you've got to kind of do it on a rising tide, and then you've got to get out! Get out of, the river. Get out of here! Otherwise you'll be beached. The word pontoon actually is interesting. Pontoon. <laughs> pontoon. 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 Pon. 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 Pontoon. Pon. 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 Pontoon. It comes from the Latin pons or pont, meaning bridge, into the Latin ponto ponton, to the French ponton, to the English pontoon. Because they're really like, thing, aren't they, to go under bridges? So that's probably why. Very interesting. We're at 1 hour 50. Should we finish off with some reverse trivia? Yes. Right, should we do a speed round? Oh, God. Brown. What is the colour of my turd? <laughs> Factually true, I hope. <laughs> but no. Um, um, think um, food. Think food. Um, and don't answer the same thing you answered the um, first time round. Okay. Um... um what colour is a hash brown? No, normally golden. Golden brown. Um, brown, brown. Think food. Uh, think, think God, there's um, a man in that house again. But this time he's... Oh, wait, no, he's not looking at me. Last think, time he was by his door. That time he's at the top window. Um, right, brown. Oh, think food. Brown, think food. Duh, duh, duh. What is a brown food that I like? Brown. Um, fi- uh, what what colour are fish fingers... No, this I feel like I didn't know that this was true. I thought I thought the answer was something else to the question. God, I don't. So think about confectionery. Confectionery. What color is milk chocolate? No, <laughs> that would be a very obvious question. Um, what is the main color of Galaxy's brand? No. <laughs> um. Confectionary. Think about it's not, obviously it's not going to be like an easy question. It's going to be something that you're what not going to expect. What color would you get if you mixed all of the colors of the Haribo packets together? No, but it would be brown. It would be brown. It would be very brown indeed. Um, brown down. Uh, um, 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 what is the color of the? Belt before black belt in karate that is also an item of confectionery. No. <laughs> God. Okay, uh think it's it's the American equivalent of a British food, but it's popular here. The two are very similar, but this one is from America, but they're still massively popular here. God, I don't bloody know. The heart attack on a plate. No, they've got... There's an entire shop 
for it. It's confectionery? Yes. This should, there's a very obvious clue. There's an entire shop devoted to this particular confectionery. Cadbury? No. God. This is a very speci- specific one type of it. It's American, but it's nice. But there's a British mm. version of it. But um, it's got a different name. What Mr. Kipling? What colour is Mr. Kipling's equivalent in America? <laughs> no. We're not... It doesn't matter. It's... I'm trying to give you a clue as to what it, what the confectionery is. Well, clues are very helpful if there's, people can un- actually <laughs> understand them. There's a British version of it, yeah. and there's an American version of it. Okay. They're not necessarily the same tasting, but they're very, okay. very similar. One, the British version is slightly bigger, but by a it's small, small amount. Wagon wheels. No. Smaller. Smaller. Penguins. Smaller. Kit Kats. Smaller. Yorkie. Smaller. Yorkie's bigger than a Kit Kat. Well, not a Yorkie biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maryland cookies. Smaller. God. Fruitella. Brown Fruitella. Smaller. A pea that's not in its pod that is undercooked. No, but it's close to that size. Great. So it's about the size of a pea. It's an item of confectionery. I don't know how you're not getting this. I don't know. I don't know my confectionery. All I eat is chocolate. There's well, yes. Is it chocolate? Yes. Maltesers. Smaller. Da-da. Da-da. Like that foot pop candy? Is that what it's called? No. I don't know. Bigger than that. Oh no, okay. Uh smaller than a little teaser. <laughs> Smarties What is the least common colour of Smarty? No. Yeah, yeah, almost. But what? it's the American equivalent. Oh god, I don't know about the American equivalent. MMs! Yes. What is what is the colour of chocolate MMs? No, they're all chocolate. Oh. <laughs> what is the colour um what is the least common M M&M colour? Yes, what is the rarest M&M colour is brown. I didn't eat, I thought it was the blue one. I have never had an M&M in my life. Wow, they're good. They're a lot, I think they're better than Smarties. That, that, wouldn't, like that, 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 wouldn't, that yeah. wouldn't surprise me. Smarties are pretty crap. Do you want to do one more? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm going to try and find a good one. Dentist. I'm not sure if anyone can hear a rustling. Um, that is me in dire need for the toilet. But in my ever-devotion... To reverse trivia, I'm sticking it out. Okay, this is the last one. Don't give me one about fluid. Okay. The answer is A.A. Milne. A.A. Milne? Yes. This would be obvious if you knew what this was. Great. That's why I was was hesitant to ask because I didn't know if you knew what... What... Who has a similar name format to J.J. Abrams? (laughs) No... No, A dot A dot Milne. Yeah, J dot J dot A. There's no J dot J dot, it's just JJ. Ah, oh, fair enough. Um, A dot A dot Milne. Yes. This is not a thing. What does an, an anarchy Milne 
abbreviate to. No. <laughs> no, it's a per. I'll give you a clue. It's a person. It's a person. Who is the CEO of Airbus? No. <laughs> Not quite. A. A. Milne. Think about... There's other people who do the same thing as this person mm. with similar name formats. Coincidentally, not necessarily by... Who is unoriginal? No, I think this was their name at birth. Oh. It was Boris Johnson's birth name. No, that was Alexander. No, it starts with an A. <laughs> Alexander Milne. <laughs> um, so you're looking for... Imagine uh, being called Alexander and then you change it to Boris. <laughs> actually, this person's middle name is Alexander. What is Andrew Alexander Milne more commonly known as? <laughs> You're looking for something that they're the most famous. This is the, the thing that they're most famous for. Okay. Who is A. A. Milne's mother most famous for? <laughs> <laughs> no. This person is significantly more famous than their mother. And they died in 1956, but their legacy will remain... For a long while, who, I presume. Um, who was the first person to put sound in films? No. <laughs> um, think who 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 co-starred with Charlie Chaplin? <laughs> no. Oh God, I don't. So, okay, know. you're on the right sort of. You. It's in the creative industry. Okay. Um. A.A. Milne. Think about who might have a similar name format to that. J.J. Abrams. <laughs> no, someone a. A. who would be around in the past. Not massively in the past, uh, but... I don't bloody know, do In the I? 20th century. Um, King George V. <laughs> King George V. Yes. And A.A. Milne. <laughs> well, no, that's something I'd like to see. So they probably might have met. I don't know. But they've met? I don't... How am I supposed to know this? Oh, God. A.A. Milne. I've never heard of him in my life. He... I'm going to tell you if they've met. They may have met at some point. Who may have... Um, who may have met King George V at some point? <laughs> no. Okay, so uh, English. He's English. Okay. He's English. <gasps> who, who, who wrote the mouse trap? No, close. Think about the fact that their legacy remains because it always gets introduced to a new group of young people. And you can see his characters everywhere. I know it's not Gru. Um, dum dub dub a a mil. No, I don't know. Who? Who was the main architect of Her Majesty's Theatre? No, you were close with who wrote. Ah, uh, who wrote? 
Phantom of the Opera. No, think kids. Think kids. I'm sure you're always thinking about kids, but... <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote... Wrote, 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 wrote. The CBB schedule. <laughs> it wasn't even around. A.A. Milne wrote it <laughs> prophetically. <laughs> um, who wrote the prequel to The Mousetrap? <laughs> no. Oh, children's children's literature. literature. Children's literature. Who... This should be easy. You will have you will have read this name before okay, multiple times, I, I imagine. I don't recognise it. Who gave Roger Hargreaves the idea for the Mr. Men? <laughs> <laughs> no, but getting a lot closer. Duh, you're driving with your door open. Close your damn door. Sorry, there's a no. car outside. Um, yeah, you're getting closer, but I mean, anything is closer than what is the mother of A.A. Mill most famous for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not... <laughs> um, right, let's, let's have a think. Um, I don't know. What the crud? Who wrote... Um... You're very close. Who wrote? Okay, so I try and give you another clue. Yes, please. Um. Okay, so before the thing they're most famous for is what the question is. Mm-hmm. Before that, they were a noted writer and a playwright. Before the huge success of their most famous thing, overshadowed all his previous work. And he is the dad of someone who is in the books. Books. So, okay. Don't pay attention to that too much. Who wrote... (laughs) Old children. Who wrote The Tiger Who Came to Tea? No, that was... um, What was her name? I don't know. Uh, so I, I can't remember her name now. Oh, Judith Kerr. That's it. Who wrote... But you were close. Very close in that one. This was before the Tiger came to tea, I believe. Old children's books. Who wrote... Um, the Hungry Caterpillar is quite recent. Not yeah, relatively. it was before that. Who wrote... I don't know. Yes, it was... Before a long... Who wrote the Thomas the Tank Engine books? No, before that. That. Who wrote... um... You're so... You're so close. Who wrote... Come on. Long-running children's stuff. Who wrote... (laughs) When you work out what it is, you'll recognise the name, I think. You probably will have... You probably would have read this book. God, who wrote, 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 wrote... <laughs> who wrote Mein Kampf? <laughs> yeah. That is a children's yeah. book, if ever I've read You can one. see... I'll give you a, a slightly vague clue. 
you can see his characters in Clinton cards. They always tell very... Who are Winnie the Pooh? Yes. Was that the clue that you needed? <laughs> the characters are in... Yes. They're, they're really sad that that was a that clue. Was that was the clue could... that allowed you to work out the... <laughs> it's, it's actually really sad. Uh, uh, I, I I should have I, I, I should have waited longer um, <laughs> to the point where that clue faded into obscurity. <laughs> no. So sir, I can't believe that this yes. man's great work has been boiled down to <laughs> his character. I should have just said at the start, you can find his characters in Clinton Cars. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, I, I think we need to finish on that beautiful moment. We do. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Low Budgets I Think We Got It podcast. Next week, we won't dare show our faces. We might not be back. You might never hear from us again. The EU might catch up to me. They might catch up to him and you might be arrested and put on trial in front of uh, the EastEnders cast. I don't know why. I feel like they'd be a decent jury. We'd probably all get sent home. (laughs) (laughs) Conflict of interest. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. And you know what? I I think think we got it. But I love Clinton's cards. No, I think um, Waterstones is better. Do Waterstones do cards? No, that's HMV you're thinking of. No, No, HMV don't do cards. WH Smiths do cards. cards. Oh my God, they're so overpriced in WH Smiths. Awfully.